Hey, it's Harold Hoffelton. Welcome to D4. You're listening to yours truly. Now to uh, get these pants on. Oh, hello there. I am not Dustin or Devin, and I am not playing Dungeons and Dragons. But I do have a Dustin and a Devin here, and we are going to talk about Dungeons and Dragons today. So welcome to a very special episode. This is a Q&A episode with the cast, a Christmas D4 Holiday Special. We're all in our ugly Christmas sweaters. Some of them have been designed to be ugly personally due to branding issues, but we're all here. Um, Galactic conflicts. Galactic conflicts that probably can't be broadcast since we don't have those rights. A certain company with big ears might come after us, so just let that one go. Some of us are really skilled at picking colors to be on green screen. Yes, some of us are very skilled at picking colors to be on green screen. I don't know what you're talking about. We do have some announcements to get through before we get underway here fully, so why don't we go ahead and go through those. I know that we are off for the next two weeks. Um, we are going to be rebroadcasting the two most recent episodes of D4 during that time. So feel free to tune in. Uh, we'll jump in and out of chat as we can. Um, and then we'll hit it in January with uh, following up with where we left off. Because, oh boy. Yeah. We have, yeah. We have, some, we have some fun things that are going to be happening, I'm sure. I'm sure. What happened? I, I mean, what, has what it been concerning at all? Yeah. And there's only one person that knows. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe we could get into some of that tonight. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? It, it, it happens. Uh, we want to let you know that you can ask questions live. Yep. Um, yep. And uh, once we are, we'll do the Q&A, and then once the we're finished with the Q&A, we're going to kick the cast out, and then you get to join the two of us um, for our uh, happy hour <laughs> of building an NPC and a magic item that they will get to experience in the game. It will oh be God. a canon NPC and a canon magic item. And all of this was made possible uh, because of you guys and your generous donations during our Extra Life campaign. Right. Thank you guys so Thank much. Thank you. Uh, uh, we all because of you. But we really you're, you're not Devin and you're not Dustin. Correct. So who are you? Uh, I am Ross, also known as the map guy. Quite often, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's every time they say, bring out the map, it's like, what? What map? No, Ross, don't bring out the map. And I'm usually the guy getting the map. Uh, I'm one of the crew members. I've been with them. I've known Dustin for Devin for a while and just been helping out behind the scenes. So in front He's of the camera bomb today. diggity. So they say. <laughs> <laughs> they might they might change their minds after after tonight. We'll see. Don't believe everything you hear. It's true. It's true. All right. All right. Uh, any other announcements or anything we need to go through? Um, D and D Beyond, uh, particularly, <laughs> Lauren. <laughs> particularly Lauren, which is everybody here. Merry Christmas, as well as yes. everybody Aww. on the stream there. Happy holidays. Awesome. Thank you, D and D Beyond. Indeed. Yes. Thank you all, and thank you to all of our sponsors who've been with us for this year. A whole yeah. year. A whole, whole year. year. Like Beetle and Grimm. <laughs> yeah. Um, Elders Foundry, uh, all of them. And all responsible. Meeple Madness. Meeple Madness. Yep. Rock Bottom, of course. For letting us be here and of course you guys we uh, wouldn't be yeah. here without you uh, 100%. we're here because eleven thousand dollars this year for that is extra just health. crazy yeah, that is amazing and what's crazy to me is that we started last year in november with a goal of a thousand dollars five hundred excuse 500. me right yeah. five hundred dollars yeah. and what did we raise at the five end of the five thousand dollars 
and during fun. November last year. Mm-hmm. You all are incredible and amazing. amazing. Um, but I think, you know, yeah. I think it's time. Without it's further time. ado, let us immerse ourselves into the chronicles of Q&A. Q&A. Uh, we're going to, I'm going to go ahead and do this right now. Spoilers, 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 more spoilers, probably not too many. Oh yeah, all the spoilers. There you go. <laughs> Be ready. Tons of spoilers in this Q&A are coming. So, uh, with that, we're going to start with one of the pre-submitted questions from at Nefarious Sunder. So, for the party... That's us, not (laughs) y'all. Thank you. This campaign has been a wild and wonderful roller coaster of emotion from the very beginning. Thank you. What has been your character's highest and lowest points in game so far that we as the audience have seen? Uh, And let's just start with Harold. Ethan. Okay, well, I know my lowest, without question, was (laughs) making the deal with the hag. Without question, that was Harold's absolute lowest moment because he felt like he had doomed a child to something worse than death. Uh, uh, Ethan, you can go back and watch. Ethan was also feeling pretty terrible because I assumed that the the deal, they would uh, would die before. (laughs) (laughs) And that was like the caveat, and uh, that didn't really happen. Uh, His best moment... Ah oh, man, he's had a lot of really fun, great moments. Uh, I think it was uh, last episode feeling like uh, he had finally, him and V had finally like buried the hatchet of Session Zero completely. And when it felt like, wow, I really have my best friend back completely. Like, like 100%, we are the terrible twosome once again. It was just awesome. So that was a, that was a pretty high point for Harold, I think. And then... 100%. That was a roller coaster of a moment. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, was it, was it was very much a roller coaster. Very much. Logan? Um, what about Voss? High, Voss's highest point in this campaign has been, one of t- has been two things. Um, one, burning the hag's uh, hut down yeah. was his best moment because that's the... Burning a hag's hut down and saving some children is easily the most heroic thing he's ever done in his life. And the second one is tricking Manchun into thinking that someone else had the stone. That yeah. was successful. Oh, yeah. um, those two yeah. moments felt like the biggest successes we ever had. Um, I'm surprised the chase wasn't one of them. Um, <laughs> the chase was that wasn't pretty unreal. The chase... Oh, that's Voss was too exhausted to enjoy freedom. Accurate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's, he's fair. trying to that's run fair. from guards with burned lungs. Um, <laughs> just trying to get to the sea in a city he really doesn't remember that well. It's like, is it left here? Man, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> Better yeah. throw this knife. <laughs> um, the lowest point is when he exploded at the party because he was in panic mode and mm. felt that we weren't doing anything to extricate ourselves from the situation we were in. Mm. Um, Which was a great moment. Yeah, that was just, an incredible oh, yeah. moment. He didn't know what to do. He felt like nobody was focusing on the fact that everyone in the city was out to kill us, and he had no idea what to do. And that was great. That was probably it. Awesome. Mm. Rhea? Hello. Um, Vinley's highest moment would probably be this. It's a very small moment that probably didn't get a lot of, like, attention when it happened but the highest moment was when Sasha stopped her to talk to her about necromancy in front of the entire party and everyone was all like 
Okay. <laughs> just that feeling of being accepted by people and yeah. that's when she really started to see these people as friends more than people she kind of works with mm-hmm. and then her lowest moment is let's see if i can get through this without crying um was in the alley when we got yep. the stone of Golor. i knew and yep. she knew saw that she had gotten all these people out of their houses only to be killed and she, in that moment, made the decision, She, this is her time to go. Like, this is it. I'm gone. And then, like, it turned into one of the highest moments for her. But in that moment, I remember, like, crawling under the table because I was so upset that I was getting my neighbors involved in something that they couldn't handle. Yeah, that was her lowest moment. That was, that was a hard one. It's another sure. moment. Both of your moments are very... They're overshadowed by everything else that was happening at that time. But, but if you go yeah. back and watch Rhea's facial expressions, yeah. you yeah. can see the heartbreak. We the just go back and watch Rhea during the episodes because there's yeah. so much that you miss. I go back and watch them. Absolutely. I watch her. Yeah. <laughs> but that that particular moment, like I remember, like being there, and you had started running away, and we just thought that you were going to catch up with. I think it was Sasha who was had flown off or someone. You would. I was chasing someone. Yeah, you had met up with someone, and that's and you round, and I think that that moment is what actually stopped you. Yeah. But we just were like, oh, you're going to join the fight, and. And it wasn't until later that we had realized that, oh wow, we almost lost, we almost lost Binley as a party member. Yeah. Party member. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's well, just, the way, just the way you said, "I'm so sorry" before you bolted. Like I was going, "Oh no!" It was good. Yeah, me and Beats straight up were like, "Oh, they, she knows what she's doing. It's, it's fine. fine." Yeah, <laughs> it's really fine. <laughs> the subtle, Ugh. subtle hints of Binley. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. Um, Goblin. Oh, what about you? Okay. Um, lowest point. There's two that are tied. Um, number one was the fallout from uh, the elf assassin fight um, mm. where she realized that maybe we aren't the good guys that she had expected. Um, and that was uh, that was really hard for, for her. Um, the other one would be realizing that she almost killed Voss. Uh, yeah. That, uh, yeah. That, that was, was not yeah. one of her happy moments. That was rough. <laughs> that was session two? Yeah, session that was three. Two. Yeah, that was yeah. super yeah. early on. Yeah. yeah. Two or three. I think it was um, three. That was three. Okay. Yeah. And then high point. I think the high point would have to be, and it's it's silly and it's stupid, but... Finding Biblio. <laughs> that was, I think, the happiest she's been in the course of the stream because it's a living book. It's perfect, and she loves it. And yeah, sure, it's you know normally an evil alignment creature, but that's fine. <laughs> she's a paladin. She can look the other way. <laughs> Neutral. Yeah. Neutral. So Are just, you? Just got this question from laughing, and this is related to just Goblin Katie. Do you realize the emotional roller coaster you put the viewers through when she emotes and nearly starts crying? Aww. <laughs> I, I did not, but that makes me really happy. <laughs> I like crushing hopes and dreams. <laughs> v. So. Um, okay, it's kind of. V cries a lot, so sometimes it's hard to pick. Like, <laughs> 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 um, so. 
I definitely feel like uh, when she was in the void was really traumatizing Ooh, for her. Yeah, a yeah, feeling of absolute yeah. powerlessness is not a feeling she's used to being a very physically strong, powerful person. She's not super strong emotionally and like mentally. But she does have a lot of social power too. She does have a lot of social power, but she also like recognizes that that's something she was kind of born with, not right. something that she earned like Harold did. You know, which is why she like tends to stumble her way through her, her mm. charisma. <laughs> she don't really have charisma. She just happened to be born into charisma. So. <laughs> What's your charisma? Money. <laughs> I have money. So much money. So um, uh, the feeling of any moment she had, especially that void part where she just feels absolute powerlessness, where like it doesn't matter her physical ability and strength that you can't get her out of it. And that's just something she has a very hard time coping with and dealing with. So I would definitely say like, that's a huge down for her. I would say definitely one of her highest points was when she was in that fight and won at the bar. That was just ass. like, cause the thing is, is that, you know, it's, a test of physical strength is what she's comfortable with and happy with and excels at. Her whole family was mostly centered around, like, you know, intelligence and money and all that. So she just feels best and happiest when she's in the element of being able to overcome obstacles physically versus so cool. mentally. So the fact that she's able to do that and then just have everyone praise her and just feel like, she's useful again was a huge thing for her you're I, I, I would imagine that that would bolster these confidence on that emotional level having yeah. such a physical success absolutely because like that. that's how she's used to getting praise from people and um feeling useful is through her being able to know that she's strong enough to carry people and help and fight her way through things your strength was so huge in that fight because you don't have uh, the martial artist or monk background or anything like that. So mm -hmm. you're just relying mm -hmm. on Pure straight, no, straight strength for your damage. Yeah. And we were like, she's gonna get through the first one easy. He's a chump. Second one, she may get through. She's not gonna drop the third one. And it's you those uppercuts, man. Yeah. 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 your uppercut. Loved it. Uh, I, I'm actually gonna toss this to the DMs. What is your favorite like highest moment that you've seen the players overall have and your favorite lowest moment that you've seen the players overall <laughs> wow have. Mm. go ahead pick your why favorite you, why you got it yeah. <laughs> well, i think you need as a group not each, not each yeah. individual as, as a group as a group oh, well, oh, man. that's a good one okay my highest moments are uh when they they're they're still working on it to certain degrees typically between mm -hmm. uh Certain characters, yeah. Um, <laughs> but when they when they first became a group, like a well cohesive party, mm. when they started going down that road, those are always the happiest moments. You're not just a bunch of murder hobos doing it for coin or anything. You actually start getting invested uh, with the other players and the other characters and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. seeing those character arts build and grow has been the highest points for us. Yeah, I think I think on that for me because when elements of like backstory and other things that happen that you all don't know about 
but there's so much going on that is like touching on every little bit that only that person knows is happening that's what really like hits it for me as well yeah it is it is it is very fun when you all will add to one of those scenes and pick and say things to one of the other characters and you don't even know what chords you're hitting and you are hitting really big all chords are all lowest moments um i don't i don't think there is any really low moments there are times where it's like guys come on pick up the clues or let's hurry this up or it's like can you work together but they're also really beautiful moments because uh, one of the things that we focus on is the realism of the yep. story mm -hmm. and so it may be a little bit frustrating as a dm where you're like i'm trying to we're trying to get somewhere let's go somewhere uh you know but you're yeah, also totally. like this is this is a, a fun moment and mm -hmm. we love fun. watching role play yeah and a lot of those I was going to say, just a lot of those moments have come out of what would be like a shopping episode. Then suddenly there's an interaction that you're just like, oh my gosh, had we not gone down this path, yeah. we never would have gotten yeah. this no. amazing moment That's from these the characters. That's the thing, is like, we don't really, <coughs> there are no low moments, because the lowest moments of the players are going to be such good story building moments for mm -hmm. us, mm -hmm. um, and really give us that momentum to push the story forward. Uh, I will say this, no one's asked this question, I haven't seen it, but I'll just add it and answer anyways. So, the Swamp episodes, oh, oh, right. the Swamp episodes were specifically written for a guest actor, or a guest player that mm -hmm. couldn't make it because he kept getting uh, put on scheduling. Shows. Yeah, so scheduling, scheduling is because film industry and that's what happens, but... But it was, we already jumped the gun, yep. we already put him on the path, and we're like, okay, we're running it. And this whole hag thing spiraled into this beautiful story because of all the chaos that the players did and all the deals that they made and just how everything, how the dice rolled. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it was all from a side quest that was we wrote for a, a guest that was coming in to help tie in their character. Now it's a huge part of the story. And I had huge. no idea that was a side quest. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was part of the story the whole nope. time. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah. Well, I guess it wouldn't be if like deals weren't made, then I guess, yeah, it would have been a side quest. And, well, it, it took the story that we had already Oops. started writing and added this new element where we're like, oh, this makes it so much better. Yeah. And if you guys killed her, of course, it would have been like, it didn't matter. We didn't know how. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say that Seisha now has a massive hate on for swamps. It was <laughs> like, if we ever have to go back to a swamp, it's, you're gonna have I'm to not gonna... like B.A. Maracas. Be like, here, have some more milk, Seisha. <laughs> I don't wanna go near any giant reptiles ever again. <laughs> <laughs> ever. And I'm not allowed to babysit anymore. I, I, I almost <laughs> died. I have faced down Manchun and I almost died to a croc. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's it's the little things that'll get you every yeah, time. I tell you. Oh, not breathing. <laughs> like hubris. Yeah, like hubris. That's the one. Yeah, yep. There you go. That's, that's the, the one. one. But I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> uh, from Strike Red Kite, for the DMs, is there a story beat you've had to discard because the players threw you a curve that you'd like to share with us? Something that you aren't going to bring back around. Ooh. <laughs> uh, there has been quite a few. I would um, say there's curveballs, yes, and there's wrenches. But there are there have been t things that we've we have 
thrown away, but I don't know if they'll ever not come back, mm. or if we won't rework them into yeah, another that's, element. Yeah, <coughs> that's, that's, that's the hard part of the question, is, mm -hmm. of course we've put things, let's say we'll put it on the back burner. Like, okay, yeah. we didn't get to that, um, but we can put that in the future here, rework it a little bit more, oh, now there's this extra element added to it, and, and we just kind of work with that, but the 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 foundation's already made why throw all that work away yeah, yeah totally um, um, I will say the there has and there's also been times where we've added things that we didn't necessarily had planned to add that because of what has transpired mm -hmm. um, then it made sense for the story better to, to go ahead and add this element in here um, and uh, yeah but I don't think I don't Unless there's something really huge, like uh, you you killed a big NPC, and then mm -hmm. all of that plot line just kind of fades away. Yeah. But they haven't really done that yet. So. We haven't done a lot of killing. Oh! <laughs> okay, some of us haven't done a lot of killing. <laughs> we haven't killed important characters. I, I haven't killed anything. Or allies, I guess. No, I, I did allies. kill uh, the indentured spirit. I you killed one of the indentured. You spirits. haven't killed anything that's like sentient. Yeah. Or just not nothing sapient. Yeah. Killed anything sapient. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Also, the murderous three are on the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm back here to keep an eye on you. Today. Teamwork, murder squad. Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work, right? Yeah. That's, right. That's, how, that's how it goes. Uh, another one for the DMs, and then this will jump to the players as well. Who's your favorite NPC to play, and why? Um, so a lot of people will guess who mine is. Typically. Hmm. Uh, a lot of people think that my favorite is Mama, Mama Uwe. Uwe. She is a lot of fun to play. But because she's kind of a, an asset for the players and <coughs> not someone that has their, her own story going for her, uh, like a lot of people in the alleyway, they are assets for the players and don't really have a whole lot of their own personal goals. They may have small ones. Um, so they're fun to play, but my favorite to write, and I would say that's <coughs> fun to play, are Gariel and Davil. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. uh, I love I love playing Gariel. She's fun, but um, I I'm actually I actually Renair is another one that I I yeah. absolutely oh, love He's to, great. to nice. play. Um, really, not sorry. three strings. Scratch that. Not three strings. <laughs> Harlequin is my favorite to play, hands down. <laughs> oh! <laughs> that's what I was. That's what I was sitting here going like. Really? The laugh <laughs> makes me flush. Honestly, I thought you were gonna say Salazar. <gasps> oh. Salazar, fun, I have so much history with that character. Mm -hmm. Salazar. But, uh, you Salazar. Guys, uh, besides Renee. Who is he right now? I forgot. In a coma? I, 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 oh, yeah. Nigel, but we've only met him once. Yeah. And he's mm -hmm. um, only he teetered, come back. He was great. Yeah, he's, no. he was, he's yeah. one of my favorites. He's kind of busy. Um, There's a whole other campaign that yeah. D&D wrote. Him and his buddy are taking care of that. Tromping around. They're dissenting. On some first layer. Um, uh, I really enjoy um, Vincent Trench. Uh, he's a lot of oh fun. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, I like that, that uh, you know, uh, like noir, film noir yeah, style. Yeah, yeah, kinda. yeah totally. Um, Dick Tracy-esque uh, vibe. That, uh, and yeah, so he's a lot of fun. Decoding him is fun. Cat, you guys? Yeah. Who's your favorite yeah. NPC to interact with and why? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I like Rainier, but my problem, so sometimes I get like a little too into the character of and I'll actually be sitting at the table just like really nervous, and I'm like, this is stupid. <laughs> 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 I was like, 
what are they saying? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately, he's not right here. <laughs> but, um, oh my God, I just have one in my head. Who was it? Ah, you might have to circle back around to me. All right, we can move to Goblin while you think about it. I've got two. Again, I'm, I'm pretty, um, <laughs> of course, because she is so She's fascinating. Amazing. And Pixel. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, love yeah, yeah. Pixel. Now, Pixel's on her own yeah. journey right now. She's a little I know. Yeah. I know. After, yeah. after and as soon episode, as we can, I'm going to go talk to her. Just giving you a heads up. Okay, the last episode, it's not, it's not, uh, the Minotaur? It's not... Okay, he was awesome. Ransack is awesome. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he is pretty awesome, but... He is uh, going to be dead by the end of the night. Yeah. Kekins, you got yours? I loved the dragon. <gasps> yes! Uh, and I love, like, all the talking animals. So I also Monty. love Monty the horse. Mm-hmm. So much. Um, I that was I not us playing excitement. That was genuine, oh real life excitement. So we were like getting hype up before the film. We were like, we're gonna meet a fucking talking horse. We're gonna be a fucking talking horse. It's so cool. So cool. Um, I absolutely love Monty. Yes, I know there's others on the list, but unfortunately, my mind keeps going blank. Okay. But well, those are definitely yeah, two fine. I love. Yeah. Biblio. Duh. Biblio. Biblio. How did I not think? Oh, because he's a party member. <laughs> now, he's a BF. At this point. He but he's heart. an NPC BFG. I know, yeah. but it still it still counts. One oh, yeah. of these days, he's gonna pay off, and you're gonna eat your words. No. When you say Biblio's gonna save your life, or somehow. he's going to eat you, it's gonna be one <laughs> or the other. <laughs> no, I want the situation where Biblio's holding them both over the cliff edge. It's you and him, yeah. and he's like. About that time. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's, how, that's how I'll die in this campaign. Um, out the way down, I told you. <laughs> no, that'd be worth it. I do it. plan to teach him to talk. Oh, God. All right. Um, that would be my, like... my favorite NPC is yeah. Fala Lafalier. Yeah. Just yes. because of yeah. everything that they like stand for and they represent mm-hmm. to my characters. Mm-hmm. Just like in every one of their interactions. <laughs> Vinley leaves feeling calmer and safer mm-hmm. more than anything, and they just give this weird, reassuring comfort yeah. every time we interact with them. Um, Reddard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, because that's Voss's weird lifeline. It's part of the weird lifeline he has towards his path of redemption. Um, and it was weird kind of picking up the, essentially it was a side quest kid, <laughs> and yeah, nobody, he's, 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 nobody, yeah. no, uh, nobody, and being. Like, uh-huh. it, it was it was a morality test, and you yep. passed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it was. It was a morality test. Yeah. Um, and uh, she called the Black Viper. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Her as well. Um, she's terrifying for for reasons I can't really get into here. She's but, hot. Yeah, those two. So she's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, she's wearing a mask. I mean, that's a maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got a hot bod. Yeah. Um, Solid five. <laughs> yeah, you can go either way. Baseline five. five. Just got to get the mask yeah. off to see where the rest. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, my favorite is the butcher. No, um, I wonder why. Uh, because I have an enormous amount of history with several of the NPCs in the game. So a lot of my favorites are Salazar, Butcher, Nigel. Um, 
Good and what God. history do you have with them? Uh, I LARPed with these these two goobers for years. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so I have an extreme amount of, uh, I wouldn't say, I don't have any knowledge about what it is they're doing in this campaign. I just know their personalities and like what they stand for, what they like and they don't like. And the Butcher has always been especially a character that I understood. And like if I was going to watch a show, I would watch a show about the butcher in a heartbeat. <laughs> He'd be fucking cold-blooded. <laughs> Such a cool guy. And me and him have kicked ass for years as those characters. So there's a special something to the butcher that just is a, a whole other level that I can't even, like, I'm, I'm getting choked up just saying it. There's a, there's a connection there between me and him out of play that kind of it makes me biased. And the same thing goes for Nigel. <laughs> Uh, 100%. <laughs> I also like Commodore Sword. Yes! Everything that sucks about this! Yes, Commodore what Sword! What a great NPC that we're screwing over! Yeah. <laughs> He's cracked me up. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, I have, I have one last plan that I'm not going to reveal here that maybe I can still get that nipple suit. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, I'm just stealing off his corpse. If it's a little cinch, you Call can. it a nipple harness. No, it's a nipple, it's harness. A nipple <laughs> suit. It's not even a suit. It is. It's a couple of crossed belts. He is, <laughs> he is not belts? the kind of person who would not nipple wear belts. a designer label. <laughs> it's a nipple suit. Who, who are you wearing, and where can I shame them? <laughs> I'm wearing Zord. Go ahead, Ross. Probably made it himself. Bought it at Ross. It's on brand. It's on brand. That cool new scoop has a question. This yes. is probably more geared towards the DMs. I've been wondering if Salazar is a victim of his own popularity. Uh, did the DMs have him caught up in the blast because the players were so fond of him? Okay, I can answer this. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like shame in his voice. So nothing against uh, the campaign, but the explosion that happens in the alleyway has no emotional deep ties. None yeah. of the alleyway uh, NPCs that the players have interacted with aren't caught in the blast. None of anything like that. Mm. And so Dustin and I were like, well, what if the blast happens and they just don't care? And then the rest of the campaign is literally that, that's, that's totally fair. Boss would have totally been like, I mean, it sucks it happened, but yeah. 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 So you guys fair. would have helped clean up the mess and helped, but you wouldn't have been invested in the storyline. So we're like, how do we get them involved? <laughs> and you guys really love this one NPC. God! <laughs> I, I will, I will, I will give a little backstory. We we toyed around with a couple other. Pixel was an idea to throw in there as well. Mm. Um, I'm so glad y'all did not do that. Jacqueline, <laughs> like Pixel and Jacqueline. No. no it's bad enough that Daklin was caught in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, we, so we still we still tease Daklin in there a little bit, um, and so but we we knew that like because of how not not just for the it, it made sense for the story. It we did. knew that it would draw you into the investigation. Oh my uh, god. Also, there was yeah. one other person or people I would say that were really invested into said character. And that may have been why he was also chosen. So sorry, viewers. <laughs> <laughs> See, guys, it really is your fault. I mean, yeah, it was, you cut back it's from that episode here, it's your fault. to the to the nimble right. I literally have the line. This is for Salazar. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and I was thinking it the whole time from that yeah. point forward. Like, yeah. when I get the freaking, I'm gonna say it. Well, what was it? Hmm? What was it? For what? What line? Oh, 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 that, this, for, this is for Salazar. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that was the line, yeah. Uh, I'm honestly really glad you guys did pick Salazar because, like, I feel like to such a total asshole, but I have, like, I don't know why I have zero emotional investment in those kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's because you hate me. 
like Salazar was is like such a real like tangible like character to me where I'm like no I love it. he's a talking animal. Yeah. I like talking he's animals. And so does me. Yes. Um I also feel like I don't know is, is Vinley emotionally invested in children specifically Daclan. Okay, see <laughs> I never formed a bond or V never formed a bond with either kids. So it's just always kind of awkward, like, hey, you're yeah. here and you're not supposed to. You keep to. playing the I find that incredibly annoying. Really, well, then that really goes to show how privileged of a life she had. She never had other kids yeah. around. It was, mm-hmm. She was very, you know, uh, secluded, and it yeah. was just, you know, her. Yeah. And so her. I, I, I'm really glad you guys did pick Salazar just because, like, I feel like V, like, was way more invested in trying to figure out what happened versus if it was, like, Daclan or Pixel, I'll be like, well, everyone else cares more than I do, so they'll figure it out, and I'll just help out, I guess. No, it's just versus sounds like, like down. every single one of us is like, that guy's dead, whoever it is. Being upset, yeah. <laughs> whoever it is is dying. I will, I will reiterate, though, he's not dead. Not dead. No. He's in a coma. Look, hey, people, uh, miracles happen every day. Look, it's the winter. He's just hibernating. He's just all bloody. Just wrap him in some mud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the way. He's a lizard. Have have you tried it, guys? We have not tried wrapping him in mud. I'll have to go back. You gotta try rubbing dirt on it. Just a nice nice mud spa. Wrap him up. But look, he's passed out. So just imagine going through a whole spa and he's just passed out. And we're like, dude. Okay, buddy. Cucumbers, like, are you awake? <laughs> Did they open up? Yeah. No. Okay. Just throw him in the hot tub. Weekend at Bernie's. This lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, so, for all the party, if all your characters suddenly had changed classes, what class do you think they'd pick? And we'll start with Rhea. Ah. Uh, okay. So if Vinley had to change classes, um, she would probably be a rogue with the sub-archetype of assassin. Because she, she's That's very legit. good at killing things. Yep. And I, I like think that. if she had to do anything else, it would fall in the same line of what she already knows how to do. Totally. Yeah. Logan? Uh, Battlemaster fighter. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 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 That's essentially... Um, yeah, that's essentially what he would uh, respec into because it's similar. Um, Swashbuckler is great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 Great. Um, solo sneak attack. Solo yeah. sneak attack. Is solo awesome. sneak attack is um, fun. Multiclassing Swashbuckler into Fighter is very common. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. So yeah. starting with Fighter and then maybe a little bit of Rogue. Yeah. yeah, just a different yeah. type of rogue. Yeah, different dip, t- different type of rogue. Maybe. Dip your toe yeah. in the water. Yeah, goblin. <laughs> um, I would have to say celestial sorcerer. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That that would be, I think, her her jamalama. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I can't control it. <laughs> uh, speaking along the same vein, I know a lot of people would think I'm going to say warlock here, and I, I would probably have to pick warlock if I if this was actually happening. But I would choose Sorcerer Wild Mage, no question. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. That is not the most herald shit. Here's the problem, though. And this is, you don't know why yet, viewers, but Wild Mage is a restricted class in our story. Oh! Oh, interesting. There are are two. 
There's deep old one warlocks and wild mages. Can't play them. Bam. Yep. Ooh, That's ooh. a shame. Oh, so yeah. I feel like being a barbarian is such a huge part of my bumbling character. But a part of me, a part of me wants to say druid. That's legit. Talking animals. Ooh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I definitely feel that. It's uh, obviously that's a bit more magic than um, B is used to. But I feel like if she were exposed to it more, because I know you know deep down B really just wishes she could find a way to just. Run away and live in the woods, but also knows that she has no idea how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I want to do this thing, but like, I can't. You know, you know, it's like those teenagers who are like, I just want to go out and live in the woods and live off the land. But like, how to do it? But they fantasize about it and they're like, yeah. Society. I don't want to contribute. They, they, yeah. <laughs> they, they're definitely yeah. not proficient in survival. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should get there and be like, let me rub some sticks together. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me look on YouTube. How do, oh wait, why I don't have service out here? What's going on? Yeah, yeah exactly. I only have three bars. I hate this island of Wahapui. But <laughs> I like the idea of the like being a druid. That'd so. be so yeah. cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, as a follow-up to that, what is a class you'd love to see in another campaign or a one-shot each of your fellow players take on? Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Say that again? So, what's a class you want to see oh, every man. other person take on in a one-shot or another campaign? Yeah, you can just pick, you don't have to do like, yeah. everybody. Don't feel like you need to do everyone. Just, everybody choose one person. And, and I want to see Logan play a paladin. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. All right. I'd totally play a lawful good character. That was, originally when we were starting this, that was going to be what I played. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Because I was just like, I just want a man who goes on adventure, and they said, do better. <laughs> <laughs> you, did, you did really good. Yeah. You did really fucking good. You're welcome. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, I want to see uh, Goblin Katie play a bard. I want to see you be the yeah. face really bad. Yeah. You have all the makings of the face, but you're stuck behind the wall of nice paladin. Yeah. I, I know that mischievous characters are really your bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you run a bard for sure. How do you, how do, how do you know that? Uh, uh, because, uh, once again, uh, LARP. <laughs> Although we have never worked together, I've heard many stories. Uh, and yes, holy shit. You should that, play a bard sometime. That would be fun. That would yeah, be, that'd be fun. a lot of fun. I want to see Ethan play a rogue mastermind. Because I know what's going on in his head at any given point in time. I would have so much fun! Oh my god, I've never even considered it! The help action from far away! Yes, masterminds are Alright, you guys do your thing. I'll be behind the Without barrel. The rogues. Without the rogues, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. it's especially yeah, good. Thank you, that would be awesome. Um... Catkins, I would like to see play a sorcerer, specifically because it applies to the bumbling nature. Just to see you panic a spell out. Wait, <laughs> 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 um, you want like, V to be a sorcerer? Just like no, me no. in general. Just play a panicky character. character. Just, just yeah. like a panicky sorcerer. Like, yeah. um, um, okay. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this work before. Yeah. Because you know, sorcerers are like bloodlines. Yeah, sorcerers versus so it's like, wizard. Because like, wizard ah! has books, and so it'd be like, let me read no, through I, this. I also imagine it'd be sort of like this. Uh, okay, come on. You, you know 25 different spells. 25. Oh, fireball! Damn it! I did it again! Damn it! Just like six to one. I just can't stop the fire. It's just so easy. Yeah. It was a locked door. You just needed knock. Well, fireball worked. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I just see you just continuously casting levitate on someone as an, uh, as an offensive spell. Yeah. <laughs> having them just like attach the roof and like, this is really inconvenient. It's like, no. I'm stealing all your stuff now. I can't stop that. I would absolutely love to play that. I think I would really like, hmm. I think it'd be really fun to see uh, Rhea play a just more just pure evil character. Just like, raw evil. Just raw, oh. like, oh god. But also, like, you see nothing wrong Inquisitor. with that. Inquisitor. Like, Paladin Inquisitor. Like, just Can nothing wrong with that. <laughs> 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 like, this is just how so it is. Fun. Is that Conquest? Yeah, Conquest Paladin. Yeah, like a Conquest Paladin. Oh, well, I can tell you feel kind of bad at times. I'm gonna rattle. I like that gone. I'm gonna rattle off some 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 people that have been guests for us that I also think would be fun. Oh yeah, I would like to see Ray play a monk. Ray, you may not know this, is as a very talented kickboxer, and she she knows a lot about all of that. So a monk would be really cool to see her play. Mark Mir. I would really like to see him play like a dumb barbarian. We should do next time we do a charity game, we should play each other's suggestions. Yeah, oh my god. Each that would be mastermind, awesome. I wouldn't even think twice I'd love that. <laughs> but yeah. I there. love it. Nice. Watch that group work better than this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure cohesion. the dice the dice would wholeheartedly agree with that as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, Laughing Underwater has another question. This is for Devin and Dustin. Uh, which character voice that you've done has the biggest negative impact on you the day after you've had to do it? Well, I, I have two. Um, Xanathar! <laughs> I don't imagine why. Praise me! Is, uh, is one. And then another one which I specifically only use very few words with, but that is the voice from the void. Yeah, that's... Which so always creepy. makes me think of, like, I'll get you, Gadget. I'll get you, get it. Right, but in my mind, yeah. like, yeah. I just always associate it with, uh, um, what's his name, Dr. Claw? Claw. Yep, yep. The Claw. Mine is, uh, hey, Grubbo the Gabbo here, just coming in with, coming in, you know? Uh, yeah. 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 Goblins who are like, hey, yeah. Fahaya, you wanna? Yeah. Hey, we might be making enough money to actually hire him next no, month. He's just gonna kill them in the bathroom. I, I wanna hire them because they're again on my next list of favorite NPCs. They're gonna be in I'm the bathroom. I'm just gonna point thing. out if he kills them in the bathroom, look at how much they make. We need him to kill them in the bathroom and loot them. Loot <laughs> <laughs> the goblins. I'm not touching there, those goblins. Clean them. I just imagine they go into the bathroom and put on their makeup so they don't look like goblins, and you just see the middle stall open. And <laughs> just stone cold. Hey, buddy, what uh, you doing? <laughs> there is there is one more voice, but you guys have only interacted with him once, and that was first episode, maybe second episode, mm -hmm. and that's uh, hey, this is Zablob. Oh, yeah. How you doing, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. darling? Come on, buy my wares. <laughs> My yep, chachkis, yep. my baubles, <laughs> everything's purple. <laughs> we need to go visit him again. No. We need more crappy purple stuff. Do we know? We need more crappy I'm purple I'm still stuff. wearing my mood ring, by the way, so yeah. fan artists, include my mood ring, please. <laughs> <laughs> next, next fan art, the mood ring's going to be so big it covers your face. Yeah, I just, want, like, I just want like a nice mood ring and I need to match the emotion. <laughs> no, it's just always red. Yeah, yeah. always red. <laughs> 
always angry. So I have a question from at not so little seventy seven. This mm. one's for Logan. Mm. What, if anything, could happen that would make Voss a non homicidal person? Bonus, how would Voss react to his old captain coming to see him? Uh, I can't answer the latter question. All right, that's fair. Um, that's fair. The former question, Voss would have to complete the reason why he's here. All right. Which you also can't tell us. Which I also can't, can't tell reveal. Oh, oh it's exciting. Story, guys. I'm sorry for being vague, but... No, no. No, yeah. No, no, no. no. That's yeah. good. I can good. say this. I can say this. It's not a spoiler. Hints have been dropped. There have been touches and notes on Voss's character throughout <laughs> all of the first year. So if you want to go back and watch everything, take And you notes. should. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might... You might Pick up on a little something, something. Mm. Definitely, like if you go back and watch the sets and zeros, and then go back through a lot more of the decisions, like we oh, made, yeah. make a lot more um, sense. Mm-hmm. I, I will go ahead. Added and, so much to my notes. I will go ahead and say this: Voss has hated every captain he has ever served under. Ooh, um, all right, all of them. So <laughs> I mean, right. one, 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 of hate. Of, one of them blew up the ship. One of no them did blow up the ship. Yes. Um, He's, so. we got to show all those captains you hate the Ronto experience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know where the name Bill Ronto came from. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Right. That's I can't answer that question. Um, so the first time I played D&D was with these two goobers, and we were playing a Star Wars D&D, and I played a straight murder hobo because I didn't know what to do. Like, love I was just love like, it. I was like, again, the escape pod, not everybody's there yet. Well, I would like to press the button to make the escape pod go out into the city. DM stopped me. What are you gonna do? And that was literally, it was literally our friend going, okay, it doesn't work. It was just like, but I'm I'm pressed the button. I want to make it go. <laughs> so he came up with this stupid pseudonym. Um, that was because we were in um, nondescript space wars game, um, <laughs> uh, shirt game, uh, shirt and shirt somebody game. somebody who had his profile in front of him asked him what his name was and said, I'm Bill Ronto. And there was an awkward pause like this one. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, roll a deception check. And I was like, that's a five. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to make this work no matter what. So I was like, I'm Bill Ronto to everyone. And it culminated in this beautiful place where we were in front of like a warlord of <laughs> grand repute. One of the most intelligent people in the game. What's <laughs> your name? Yes, sir. And I was like, I rolled a deception check, got a natural twenty. I said, my name is Bill Ronto. <laughs> <laughs> it was a grand moment, and that was where the name came from. And so, I session zero. No. It was session zero. It was definitely in session zero. I just never Seisha. heard the name Why don't you give yeah. them your full name? Bill Harris. Ronto. Why make something new when you got just a big, yeah. giant well, golden nugget? A, yeah, you got a slam dunk on your hands. You don't just pass it up for a layup. Like, you go with a slam dunk. Yeah. Oh, every time. Oh, yeah, there you go. All right. That's so good. Uh, at, e, I'm going to pronounce this wrong, Eladria. Uh, and actually, Strike Reddit just also asked the same thing. Hulk cast, what's your favorite ship within the group? Oh. So. <laughs> I don't think about this sort of thing often. That's more for that side of the room, the, uh, this side. Whoa, 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 whoa. 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 whoa! I think it's more so that side of the room. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. I think it's definitely. I know the one everyone's thinking about. 
Well, I think it's yeah. pretty obvious that it's between Bob Bush and Biblio. Yeah. 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 But honestly, there's a three-way with that because Earl is also involved. Earl yeah. is involved. Oh, Earl is very Sunday. Um, honestly, Bob is starting to feel neglected by Biblio and has been going to Earl for help, and they've really formed a bond. Bob is a cheap floozy. I'm just saying. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I'm sorry. Bob is a very... Whoa. Bob just goes what Bob wants. Emotional living magical thing being. and oh, oh. potentially magical. This is yeah. what I'm about to say is very offensive. I'm sorry, I don't really mean it, but have you seen what Bob's wearing? Purple? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but Bob is purple. There's a difference. Oh, what, what is your I actually do have one. Okay. Benley and Bala. Oh. Yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. I think everybody's thinking that one for sure. I still think Harold and Boss is a good one. <laughs> Only everybody? because no I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's funny that all of our characters were like, yeah. Like that would <laughs> everybody on the team. That was makes like, sense. I, I like how everybody was like really like, how do we approach about this? And both of them were like, we're not. It's not no. a big deal. Like, they weren't, like, offended or anything. They were just no. like, no. <laughs> uh, I, I really wish that Three Strings and V got together. Same. Uh, I did, uh, too. Oh, I am so oh. disappointed that that, that didn't work been. out. That would have been know, so good. Seriously, been though, so like, good. what would y'all... Mm. Oh, my God, that would have been awful. Because mm. the thing is, is that, like, it was set up in such a way to where I could have continued to... Like, she could have continued to date <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. 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 But at the same time, it's like... V ain't into that weak shit. Harold's yeah. yeah. gonna be like, yeah. sand. you're my friend, I can't do this to you. Meanwhile, if it was V in my situation, particularly large green man, just slamming. It's just an amazing bulk of a man. Anyway, DMs, did you guys know at session zero who. The Harlequin was, or did you come up with that down the road? Again, there are certain like the campaign's great, but certain NPCs are not very fleshed out. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to flesh one out. I, it's kind Wait, of so that was so, like on the way so you guys decided? No, 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 no. That's when we were looking at three strings. We're like, oh, this is gonna be Harold's best friend. Mm -hmm. Harold has a very troubled past. It's gonna be his. Archenemy? Yeah. Get your ass off! <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so the answer to the question is yes, you yeah. did know from, from the beginning? beginning. Okay. From the beginning. No, let from me, let me, well, the, the line, the line, <laughs> when we were having the meeting, when we were having the meeting about yeah. joining the, the, Harper, the Harpers, uh, the Harpers mm -hmm. he drops the line that sometimes it's important not to reveal things until the proper times they are to be revealed. Yeah. I went back and watched. I was watching. I watch the clips a lot, guys, because yeah. I, I have hard, I have very low attention span. So I go to the clips to get all the bits, little bits. And <laughs> I was going through after I found out. And you can go to those clips and you can see some fucking hints. It's just in the clips. So now I'm going back through and just the whole damn thing. So yeah. um, uh, another that, one oh. that you can watch is, um, I believe, yes, the Rose or the Harlequin. I forget who exactly says it. That. I can have my people around you and never know who they are. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Devin and I Disgusting. I'm pretty sure that was the rose in the carriage. Um, probably. Probably. I'm pretty sure that was the I know I put the did line you, in. Did you guys expect yeah. me to talk shit about the, the Harlequin right there? To no. The rose? No. Mm -mm. No. 
That was kind of a work of beauty. It was. Up. I was like, this is either going to blow up in my face or I'm going to look like the baddest ass in this entire game. <laughs> I wonder why the rose was so calm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it definitely I love to sprinkle in. Like, there's, I'll tell you, I, I will tell you, there is so much, like, in between the lines oh, story yeah. elements I love since session zero. Like, yeah, I she's won't hit, great I don't at hit the it obvious too. stuff. Yep. I, it goes straight over my head, but yeah. little nuances, I'm like, meh. Yep. Yep. We, we, we love them. We, My favorite aspects of a storyteller is Easter eggs. years down the road when a certain, like in the same story, this one thing happens, you think back and go, the holy shit, the whole time. Oh, yeah. He's the master. These yeah. two are really yeah. the masters it's, of that. Yeah, They're so good at things. it. It's, it's so He's much fun. He's caught me with us so many fucking times. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun. It is great. Because, because of those moments earlier that we were talking about where a player will say something to another player, or mm-hmm. in this case, an NPC, mm-hmm. where like, mm-hmm. you're striking chords that you don't even know yet. Yeah. Yep. And the Remind reveals. me to tell you about my new theory. Okay. I told Rhea she liked it. Okay. I told her in the car. I will <laughs> say, being on the crew side and being able to watch you guys do all of this and hit on those notes that I've seen because I was involved with both the Session Zero recordings and all, just watching you guys hit on those little notes and those little character beats is amazing. And I'm Thank sure you. the viewers mm-hmm. are right alongside with me as you guys journey through all of this craziness. So but it is fantastic to watch all of you guys play off each other so i like this question speaking for the viewers (laughs) another i just want to throw that (laughs) (laughs) well actually i have one here for you from lauren i.e ubi crazy oh Oh, 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 yes oboe excuse me oboe it's an instrument (laughs) it is Uh, beyond the guy who stabbed him if Harold could find out one thing about his time in the bag, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh. God. <laughs> um, this is going to be canon. Uh, <laughs> I guess that the answer would probably be where, where he and her were at the height of their power and what they were doing with it. Because he came back with this idea that... like. There's this great scene I really liked. It was one of my favorite deliveries, and I don't normally praise myself, but I was really proud of this, was when I was saying, um, the point I was making when it was like, we should be better than them. We are better than them. Are we? They're dead. And the, 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 the thing Harold was getting at was the winner of the fight decides who, how the story ends. That It doesn't matter who was good or bad because we won, so we make the story now. I would say the person who records the fight, but you know, whatever. So, so Harold went too. into the bag believing that that's how it works. Whoever wins the fight is the is the good guy because they can say whatever the fuck, and the story exists yeah. as that. To the victor go the sports. Yeah, exactly. He came. He went in, and whatever happened on the other side, he came back out with this thought that every person deserves a chance, even when the chance isn't presented. Like, you can't expect every person to pull themselves up. Sometimes they need help. And I'm the only one who's experienced the life to do that. And he wants to know, at the height of my power, what was I doing with it? Because he doesn't know what to do with the power he has now. He's like, I don't know how to be a good guy. Like, you know, the Harlequin, do I, do I arrest him? Do I kill him? This is like my best friend. What do I do with this guy? But uh, how probably he thinks to himself, enough's enough with the Harlequin. What, what was the how did, Mercy is not for monsters or yeah, something yeah, like mer- that? Yeah, mercy's for men. Monsters yeah. get put down or yes. something like that. Yeah. How, how would old Harold 
have approached the Harlequin versus New Herald? Old Herald would have um, probably... I don't think there's any way for Harold to deny his shock. I don't think he could have faked that. Mm -hmm. But I think Harold would have very much been... And I think that if Three Strings knows as much as he... I think he does. um, Harold would have been trying to be gunning for an opportunity to stab him in the back during the mission. Mm -hmm. Uh, And now... He's looking for a way to probably trick him and think of a way to outsmart him while they're out and about so that he's left knowing, I was always a little bit better than you in school, still a little bit better than you now. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, at the Hogwarts Jedi, this is for the entire party, is there one situation that your character has been in that you wish you could go back and change? Mm. Um, I, I, I could selfishly say yes, to the, the hag deal, but no. What a great character change. I don't think I changed a damn thing. I don't think I changed a damn thing. <clears throat> it, every single mistake was awesome. Every single good thing was awesome. I've been in games where you just get overwhelmed with terrible things happening to you, and that is not happening here. I love every mistake. I love every good thing. I would say I have zero regrets, even when I've made mistakes that I think everybody knows I made. So... That's my thing. Nice. No regrets. Nice. I wouldn't change damn thing. No regrets. No regrets. Um. What? That's the thing I yesterday. A whipping. A whipping. A whipping. I gotcha. Um. Uh. The one thing I would change, which was the reason I went down to the cellar in the first place, was mm. I would have attempted to, if it had gone better my way, mm. convince the rat dude to. Because that's such a valuable source of information. Mm. Um, the fight that followed was pretty interesting, but I didn't go down there with the intention of fighting that thing. I figured I'm just going to speak to it, and if it's amiable, we can use it. Mm-hmm. And if it's not, I'll run upstairs like a coward and, <laughs> and shut the door behind me. Which I and, thought, and it was and it was a good thing. And what Voss didn't know is that it had been locked in there for days, weeks, yeah, and, definitely days. And and it was starving, starving, and food opened the door. And so it was yeah. it was it was in a frenzy at that you, point. And yeah. you started with the cheese, and it was like, oh, this is good, but you look. This tastier. is a nice appetizer. Yeah. 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 And so, so there was. And that's why there was no reasoning with it. It was. Yep. It was hunger. I hate that. That and um, I wish Voss had some experience with lycanthropy, but there would be no reason I wouldn't just try to spear that thing. Immediately. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That was, oh no. Oh no. Because that was a crit. Yeah, that was a crit. Yeah, that, was a crit. Was, that would have probably taken off half of its HP in yeah. a shot. Yeah. Nada. Um, I'm along the similar vein of thinking of Ethan, where I like my mistakes. I mm. like everything that happens. Even if I'm fumbling over my words, it's how I'm feeling in the time where it's happening. Mm-hmm. But I think if Vinley could go back and change something, it would be knocking on everyone's door in the alley during the alley fight. I think that's one of her biggest regrets that she still thinks about every day mm. is she would remain completely silent. She would not make a scene and she would tell people to stay inside. Mm. Goblin? Um, mine is actually a... Uh the the product of an out of game choice um, when we had just gone through the big emotional oh god the stained glass window and ah! um, yeah. mm-hmm. when I went to sleep that night I had a dream and I was too out of it to to follow and pursue the dream 
So I was like, you just skip to someone else. I, I can't even brain right now. I would have loved to proceed through that. Mm-hmm. That's that's really my only regret. Calkins? Um, I feel like, so playing B is sometimes like challenging because there's a lot of things she wants to say but doesn't always know how to go about saying it. So I feel like me as the player has sometimes comes across with like, how well do I communicate? How should I communicate? And I feel like a lot of what V like thinks and feels and wants to communicate kind of gets lost in that. And um, I know there's a lot of things she's wanted to say to people like within the party that like I feel like maybe should have been communicated a little sooner. Um, like boss, you suck. <laughs> well, so the thing about like the thing about V's thing with boss, like pretty much started early on as she noticed how much he just like genuinely doesn't care about whether or not he puts us like in troubles or harm's way at all. Mm. Um, and boss has only ever because I counted the whole time. Boss has only ever been nice to V once, and that was when he gave her candy. So that the kids wouldn't think she was an oaf. So like um, a it, monster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He literally called. Nice save. Nice save. He literally called her like a monster. Where she was like, I didn't realize the kids were scared of me. <laughs> and it felt like a backwards compliment, and she took that like pretty harshly, but like. I don't think anyone really watching or listening or whatever remembers that, but I know that V does, and I just feel like there's a lot of things that I have been internalizing as a character that I haven't been expressing as much as I could. Mm. Huh. Okay. Uh, Volinar's Workshop has hey. a question. Have any of you played these characters before D4, and or what inspired you to choose these characters for D4? Uh, I'll start. I've never played Harold before. Uh, I've, I'm big on playing new characters a lot and like wanting to try new things and explore new avenues. Uh, I wanted to play a character who hit all the high notes of what I feel Antitragus as. I was like, if I'm going to be on a, you know, a show for Dungeons and Dragons itself in Wizards of the Coast, I want to be putting my best foot forward and what I do best is talky characters. Characters that talk a lot. Characters that make a lot of jokes. Characters yeah. that wear masks. The characters that have the duality of I'm really, really funny. I'm really, really serious. Um, and I wanted to hit all the notes that I think were the reasons they asked me to be on the show in the first place. So I, I wasn't going to be like, I'm going to be a stoic fighter. A like, character, no, that's not going to A character happen. that likes to push big red buttons. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's not a character trait. That's an Ethan trait. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that, that's why I played I mean, you said really what long. you're best at playing. Yeah. Oh, and I also, uh, I always heard, I'd always heard previously that bard was the weakest class and so i was instantly like yeah yeah and 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 so when i met with dustin dustin was like yeah no that's not the case anymore buddy (laughs) he's like you don't have to worry about anything playing bard so i was i'm I'm pretty happy with my choice too um so i specifically picked a barbarian because i had never played a character i haven't played a barbarian or any sort of class that involves just like brute strength I'm very used to playing like sorcerers, warlocks, wizards. I've even, I mean, I've done like rangers and rogues and stuff, but I've never just been like played a, picked a character where I can just run into the front lines and just kind of either be a tank or just strength. 
You're, and you are both. DPS. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm yeah. both. So uh, um, I also kind of wanted to change my, because also the characters I'm very used to playing in D&D tend to be kind of evil and awful and have like indirectly killed a lot of people. <laughs> 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 like a lot of people in a lot of campaigns. And that's just kind of, I'm very used to playing very selfish characters and I really wanted to try something. I wanted to play a character that like she kind of has her own like I only think of me tendencies at times but she truly really does care about those around her and honestly I feel like her personal selfishness is also just kind of part of like her low intelligence. It's kind of like a take on the bumbling barbarian. Yeah, I was going to say one of the best yeah. things about your character is like normally when people play the bumbling dumb like barbarian, the dumb barbarian. It's like, oh me, oh, oh, yeah. yeah, the jock. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are the opposite. You're like the super <laughs> like, the girl. No, no, she's the valley girl cheerleader. Yeah, which yeah. Is what you know, people are like, ah, oh, you know, I want a big, strong, dumb. Uh, barbarian, like you got a big, strong, dumb. Barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just a little different. It's, it's a little yeah, different. I pretty much um, one thing I did keep the same is I'm always used to playing rich and aristocratic characters. Uh, it's such, uh, it's nice. such an honestly take on something I am very, very used to doing. I just kind of wanted to play with the flavor of like a barbarian in this take but I was like but I kind of want her to be like a rich girl like I, I thought so it would be really good. fun to be like a cheerleader that can beat the shit out of you yeah. <laughs> uh, and I will say that was kind of a, a wrench before the game was even written when yeah. we were creating these characters with them where we met at a, uh, a little bakery and had them roll their characters and stuff like that and she was like I want to be a Goliath I want to be a barbarian we're like cool cool and I want to be a noble. And we're like, uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> That meme of the guy is just like, I'm yeah. sorry? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, just like, ima oh. I imagine like the woman with all the math in front of her. Like. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I will say it has like led us to develop um, a story of Waterdeep that hasn't been told before. And yeah. Yeah. I love. A lot of fun as far as the uh, writing aspect, the storytelling aspect. I love that we've been be we have been able to create like this whole new like type of person in Waterdeep. Yes. And I really really enjoy that. I really like the backstory. I know when we first uh, first talking about it, I kept comparing my character to Moana. <laughs> and I was like, dang it! I just keep bringing it back to this, but really I wanted it to be more um, aristocratic versus like, you know, mm -hmm. forced. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. you know what I mean. Yes, yeah. um, it's a great, it's a great dynamic to see tribal. that yes. as well because it's so uncommon to see yeah. an intelligent or just a barbarian that has money, money, yeah, <laughs> something, a, sophisticated. A, a force of charisma behind them. And typically, when they have money, they're just like, "Oh, what do I do with this? Uh, twenty-five gold for a sandwich? That sounds reasonable." Yeah, and yeah. she's like, "No, I know what no, to no, do no. with gold." Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing is, a, a thing about you know the way I saw my family is they're technically new money. They're not old money, so right. they're not throwing yeah. it around. They're saving it. They're really stingy people. Mm -hmm. And so I imagine that uh, she was raised in an environment where it's like, yeah, we have all this money, but we're just not gonna, we're not just gonna give it to everybody. But like, she also holds that, but also is like, but I still want to help. But I also am like, I need to make sure I survive, <laughs> <laughs> and I should hold on to all this gold. So she always has the most gold out of everyone because she'll buy selfish things that she wants. But she's like, that dress is pretty. I want that. Like she makes impulse. Selfish shopping decisions mm. versus decisions to help 
the group. I mean, I wouldn't say it's selfish. The better you look, the better we're represented as a whole. <laughs> <laughs> so what about, what about you? Um, honestly, I wanted to make a character that would have a lot of potential for growth. Um, That's so legit. And so I, I thought, well, somebody who's been very sheltered and cloistered and not had a lot of experience with the world um, would be the uh, easiest a, to mold. The character that would have a chance to develop the most, and that she really is. The team yeah. would basically shape what she becomes. Mm -hmm. um, so Oops. broken, <laughs> <laughs> like a twig. Um, but she's she's got traits from characters. That I played at LARPs. She's she's got a little bit of Portia, which I'm sure you've noticed, um, and she's got a little bit of uh, a character that I played in Shattered Isles uh, season two, uh, named Channing Stillman, um, who is very bookish. Mm. But yeah, it was basically I wanted to play something I'd never played, so I went Paladin. And, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's kind of opposite of what I've played in every game, um, and it's it's been a lot of fun. I've really enjoyed it. That's awesome, Logan. Oh. Um, no, I, this is the first time I've actually played straight D&D &D that hasn't been part of nondescript shirt wars. <laughs> so, uh, that was all my experience that was in that. Um, I never played a, a rogue or anything like that. However, um, Voss does have, uh, comparable traits to the first character I ever played later in the campaign, um, Laroe. Um, Laroe was this sniper who was also morally compromised and introduced a very... The best way to describe him is that his own goals were above those of the people around him, and they all stemmed from a deep-rooted bitterness and hatred. <laughs> um, yeah. And, well, it, 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 uh, he hated um, people with magic swords. Um, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. The emotional height of that was Dustin's character mm -hmm. and my character... Fighting to the death, essentially. Yeah. Sunblade. It began and it was going through really good motions, and then our DM kind of panicked when he realized that we were going to kill. We were going to fight to the we death. Were gonna, we were going to kill each other. <laughs> our characters like, do this. Yeah, we were going to go through with this. Is like I was ready to die, and I know Dustin was ready to die, and then our DM was like, "I know none of this is happening. Um, <laughs> I'm not ready for this." Yeah. No, but that kind of. It's um, a nice DM. Mine are always trying to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. I think I think they're looking at you guys. Well, not you guys, but my crush your soul. Well, yeah. But originally, like I said, like the dude we played in the uh, pirate campaign—that's who I was going to play in the main campaign. Oh, was a happy adventure cat. Oh, um, awesome. And oh. then, yeah, that was going to be what it was. And then you guys asked me to play, uh, kind of like put a little more thought into it, and so yeah. I started pulling aspects of, like that from it and you know, so there are great. aspects of it thank you nice. um, he's thank awesome you. um i actually have played vinley before in a home game i originally created her for a home game with my brother-in-law and he told us to make a cohesive party um, so i chose to make a necromancer that was out to like show everyone that necromancy isn't inherently evil while being very fantasy racist towards everything. And I put like my heart and my soul into this character only for like three oh, no. weeks into this game. We got a mission, we went out, we did it, and we found out there was a war happening in a human city. And my character would not have cared. She did not care. 
And I went into the session knowing, like, if they don't say the right things, Vinley is going to walk away. Mm -hmm. And they didn't say the right things, and Vinley walked away. So mm -hmm. I got to get my footing in this character and feel how she played and, like, really meld myself <coughs> with her because there's a lot of her background and everything that I've based a lot about myself. And I just wanted to play this character because she has such a good story that I can't wait to tell. Mm -hmm. And she's just a badass. Yeah, wait, how, is it, how is that bringing Vinley, for you, bringing her from another campaign into this one? How was that process? What is that process like for you? It was very scary because I didn't know what the party was going to think of her. Like, I wasn't scared for Vinley by herself because I knew she could stand on her own two feet mm -hmm. and she was confident enough to just go out and do things. And what I was most worried about was I got to, I'm, I'm like a very notorious, like social media, like FBI agent, essentially. <laughs> and I can find out information about things really easily. And I found this weird glitch where I actually got to see these people's classes before anyone else did. And I was very scared of mm. Seisha. <laughs> because oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. all I saw paladin. was that she was a paladin. Yep, and I was yep. like, this is going to end horribly. But once we started <laughs> playing, I realized not only did we get like along perfectly, but the party makeup of this game is actually a lot like the party makeup of the home game that I ran her in. So it was very easy to just reskin a couple things mm. and just get it going in this lore and yeah. in this world. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, uh, she's not a hundred percent, but she's about I would say ninety-five. Yeah, the same. Yeah. yeah, there was a couple of small mm. tweaks that we had to like. That's yeah. not really yeah. gonna work. And it was, yeah, yeah. It was like now more is that I've played a year in her in this way than opposed to like maybe a month in the other way, mm -hmm. and she has grown in such different directions. If y'all get to meet the Vinley from the home game, you would kill her <laughs> <laughs> because she is so much more evil and dark because yeah. she didn't get accepted by people. She got shunned by them almost. I'm just gonna point out oh, we haven't man. killed Voss yet. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, shocking. That's fair. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still running around. I haven't I'm committed say, genocide, I, as far as you know. <laughs> as I, far I just, as we that. know. Yeah. <laughs> I did just remember how so V wasn't actually my first choice as a character, which I don't know if I told you guys this, but I originally tried to character Jack, a character from Sammy. Because Ooh. she played this, and I asked her permission. I was like, can I play this character? And she was just like, no. But, <laughs> <laughs> but also, I couldn't do it anyways because uh, I originally actually wanted to be a bard. But then you already picked being a bard, so I was like, okay. Because I was still in that idea of I want to pick something I've never played. I have never played a bard before. And so, but... Then I was like, well, this is a perfect opportunity to pick something like way wildly different from what I'm used to. But that character originally was vanilla. And oh, yes. Vanilla. And I've honestly, I've, I've not, I don't know if like, I think you've noticed, but there was like maybe once or twice in one of our sessions throughout the past year, I like nodded to, to like the existence yes. of vanilla well, and, the, because and the Spice Girls in our world. <laughs> when Ray played Petunia, she had her autograph book and Sammy signed it as vanilla. Yes. yes, and, and you, like, freaked out yes. in and out of play. I was yeah. like, vanilla! Yeah. yeah, and so I just really, really want Sammy to play vanilla. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, Is that why you created cinnamon? 
Yes. yes. Okay. Because yeah. she's part of, so it's part of the Spice Girls. They're spices. Oh. But, <laughs> but if Spice Girls is, we played spice? in a one shot at one point. I, I created it. a character named Cinnamon that was like a brutish kind of version of vanilla. I just wanted to have fun with that. But yes, she's hysterical. So the backstory of this character is that she thinks she's super famous because she was part of a famous pop group. It was a girl band, yeah, so they're yeah. all musicians. And she was the tambourine. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> because she can't play anything, but she's like the sister of one of the people in the group, so they let her be part of it. And she can't sing for shit. And they eventually kicked her out because she was like insisting on being one of the lead singers. And they're like, you can't sing. So all of her... Um, all of her damage that she deals is involving with her voice being awful and singing. Oh, oh so it's like her performance is really terrible. <laughs> so oh, my God. God. So, like, was it, like, dissonant whispers or yeah. whatever? Yeah. She'll yeah. just, like, yeah, she just, like, fucks people up with her I'm awful. I'm so glad you chose me. Nice. Yeah. 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 And I just really want to see him play this character because it was so good and my character killed her and I feel really oh. bad. <laughs> so come back! Well, what, what if Who knows? Yes. Who knows? Who knows? You never know. Who knows? Uh, you yeah. never know what my the my old warlock character killed the no. uh, <laughs> Never be the same. From Babs the Bat at the yeah. DMs, what made you want to create D4 and stream a D&D game? Oh, oh man! So, so the story. Yeah. So uh, I'll, I'll I'll take that. Um, so um, I was coming toward the end of my uh, campaign that I ran last, which was uh, I ran uh, Out of the Abyss, Rage of Demons. Oh um, my god! And uh, <laughs> and uh, I uh, went to LA for the stream of Many Eyes, um, and I did that event, and I got the bug, um, and I came back, and I was like, Hey, what do you guys think about streaming? And I talked to Devin. I was like, What do you think about streaming? The next game, what do you or like? We'll just we'll put up some cameras at the table. It'll just be It'll us be having fun at the at, at the, the table, house. At and the it's house. like, how, what about Codium? We we ran a LARP yeah. together for ten years. And we work well together. Let's let's try that. It's something new and different. I was like, yeah, sure. It's at the house. It'll be easy. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then uh, we just kept it just kept growing and building, and we kept. Uh, you know, we kept asking people for things, and they s never told us no. <laughs> so not a single person. And so it just so then we were like, scary. Well, now we got a note for shut up. Yeah. So. <laughs> it, it literally was put put money where the mouth is and see what you guys do because you put yourself in this corner. You better fight your way out, yeah. and that's what we um, did. And so in we, yeah. we were very particular with our cast of who we wanted to play, and we got every single person that we wanted. Yay! And, and the only person that we didn't get is a regular occurring player because she lives in South Carolina. Yeah. Yep. So. And it, it's it's funny though because I almost didn't join this game like five or six times in a row. <gasps> really? And it was yeah. I was so nervous. There were so many things I was. You like, You were oh, nervous? Aww. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, there were so many reasons I should not do this, and uh, all my friends uh, and thank all of you, and you all know exactly who you are. They all pushed me to stick with it, and, and I. And I I want to say thank you to all the people that didn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> because now we're here. Now we're yeah. here. Um, yeah. We're doing amazing. this. And, and uh, I will say, while y'all were talking about it, because little known fact that I don't say every five seconds, I am uh, Dustin's cousin. Mm -hmm. So I was there playing in Rage of Demons when this idea that mm -hmm. they had sprouted out of nowhere, kind of. And like I was mm -hmm. there when they started like talking about things. 
and I have this unnatural ability to be in a room while people are talking about things and them not notice it. So I got to know a lot of the information and I remember helping them with um, like a little bit of like questions that y'all had and I would answer them, but there was never a thought in my mind that was telling me that they would ask me. I'm really glad they did. I was yeah. just their, his kid cousin uh-huh. playing D&D. And I think the reason I got on the show was because I cry at a I will say this. Um, all the players that we have, uh, you are correct. Um, we got very lucky. Uh, but they weren't, this wasn't the Out of the Abyss Rage of Demons crew. Mm-mm. No. We know yeah. all of these people from different games, different, different situations, different yeah. periods of our life. And I only knew Dustin coming yeah. into this. I knew Dustin and Ethan, yep. and that was yeah. it. I only I only knew these two, and the only way I knew Ethan was because he beat me to death with a baseball bat while laughing in the middle of a dark field. She got better. I know. We chose every member of our cast because they... They shined when we met them, when we interacted with them, and played with them in those games. And um, it, we really couldn't have asked for a better uh, cast. It was no, amazing. Absolutely yeah. not. Aww, couldn't ask for better DMs. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think we'll do one more question. <gasps> Only one more? No, it was so much fun. I know. We should, we should record like, the questions. One, maybe two more through. questions. Maybe two, two more questions. Okay. Two more questions. Uh, first one, dream guest star oh. on the show. Oh. If I could have anybody? Anybody. Anyone? Anybody from anywhere. Travis. I know mine. Really? Mine's... Travis. I was thinking Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Which Travis? Wait, who would Travis who? Willingham. Oh, not the Travis I was yeah, thinking of. I was, also thinking, I was thinking of a different dream. Travis. It's okay, you can say it too. Yeah. My dream would be Griffin McElroy. Okay. I love him. <laughs> All right. Ah, uh, I gotta think about mine. Kid, kid DMs is for you or too. Or Satine Phoenix, I love her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's actually a possibility. Anyone from anywhere? Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Theodore anywhere. Roosevelt. Uh, oh my god. god. <laughs> He would be incredible, wouldn't he? <laughs> so much fucking fun. He would be, he would be amazing. Wait, like, you're telling me I can punch him in the face? Yes, you can. Bully! That's what I do now! <laughs> he would be I'm great. bored, man! Like, if I was going with President, I would have gone with Harding. No, I'm... Oh, yeah. Uh, Teddy, Teddy. Potential. Like, um, Potential. Day. I would say uh, Chris okay. Perkins was de- yep. would definitely oh, yeah. be a huge one for yeah. me oh, because yeah, I'm yeah, an totally. enormous Chris Perkins fan. Thanks to these he two, I got so to meet nice. him. Nice, super nice, oh, very God. cool guy. I met him again at um, PAX. Uh, that's the that's the next thing is the the uh, the PAX crew uh, Penny Arcade guys. I would oh my god, oh, those two yeah. they're, they're two of my heroes. I I love I love I've been reading them ever since they first there, came out. There, yep. there are so many people that I want to come on. Yeah. Um, I'd love to have uh, Matt Lillard, Matt Mercer. Oh yes. yeah, Matt Mercer. Lillard. I just make general jokes the whole time. <laughs> I, oh I, really, I would actually love to have uh, TJ Storm. Would be. I love TJ so much and he is such an incredible role player yeah. and I know he would bring bring it to our, our sessions. Man, I, I like everyone from Rivals of Waterdeep. Yes. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't get all of our friends. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's, 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 there's so many individual friends that yeah. nobody at home yeah. that's watching right it's, now knows that it's like, oh my god, if we could get this I mean, person on here. There there is although there's there will be more guests. 
there will be mm. more more people um, and uh, we it's because the main reason why we wanted to make D4 and play is to play Dungeons and Dragons with our friends yeah. Yeah. And so and that's to bring on our friends um, to come and play um, so that's really it's just yeah little you know little names no names big names you know, all, all across the play, board because the D&D. community is amazing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and there, and there are some, we have some friends that would be so good on this show. <laughs> I want to start naming names, but I don't want to get hopes up. Just, just understand that if you're out there and you're thinking I'm thinking of you, I am. <laughs> a clone of myself that doesn't know the story. That's who That's I, I would yeah, play man. with him. Yeah. That, no. <laughs> That's who I want to watch your own reaction to betraying me. Yeah. Like, yo, dog, he did that. I know, you're, you're called an asshole. <laughs> I would have done it too. I know. <laughs> You're an asshole. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I would like my clone. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other? Uh, All right. All right. Uh, this last one is one I came up with, and this is going to be <gasps> just for the players. Okay. Uh, and this is going to be shot in the dark theory crafting. So, Ooh. as they've come to be known as the tickle monsters. Ooh, do not like the nightmare creatures. The last time you saw them, they left you alone. What Fuck do you guys think that's that. about? I'll let Goblin Katie answer first because she's actually theory crafted this a lot. Go ahead. I think one of us is the Harbinger. Ooh. And I think they Ooh. are protecting us. Oh, no. They God, are serving I hope us. That's, I hope I that's I have a similar it. theory. God, I, I hope what's that's your theory, Rhea? I believe Rainier has been infected by the Void and has some sort of ability to control those mm-hmm. Tickle Monsters and was protecting us, but mainly protecting you. Oh. Ooh. Uh, Ew, he, just, he just ran up right after they left. Um, immediately. Yeah. Voss doesn't know shit about magic. Or, <laughs> or whatever the hell those things are. Um, only that the thing that summoned them can die, as I killed it before. But yeah. All right. there is a thought in the back of his mind that, and it has to do with um, who has the third eye being held by a noble house we don't know. He believes that he has a theory um, that there are a limited number of people who know we're looking for the stone. Mm. And he believes that that noble house is the one sending those creatures. Mm. He has no proof of this, and he has no idea how... Quiet your mouth. Jesus. <laughs> um, I haven't even thought of that. But, they are evil. Yeah. Um, but I don't. he doesn't know specifically which one, and he's not going to make a move without proof. But his thought process is like, there are a limited number of people who know we are looking for the stone. And... If they are looking for the stone, they must have one of the eye. It makes logical sense. Mm, so that's kind of where he's going with this. Because in Voss's mind, we got to complete the stone. Mm. So yeah. we got to get all that shit. Mm-hmm. Katie, do you have any? Honestly, I was pretty much like, I don't know what the hell's going on, but I guess I'll figure it out one day. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was thinking like there was something up with Seisha because of her, uh, like, Attunement, atonement, attunement? Yeah, Attune. yeah. Depends on what you're saying. Yeah. To, the, to the stone and whatever, and that somehow, like, that makes her, like, a now special evil. She's also got the whole tentacle yeah, shit. Yeah, I was about to say, what that other special she's got, she's got got a lot of weird. Say she's got a lot of weird, like, dark yeah. stuff about her that leads me to believe that um, it doesn't fully surprise me that something dark might be protecting her because of that. I feel like she. I don't know if she's infected with something or what, but there is something happening. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm sure it's fine. I uh, I think 
And I and I try not to theory craft ever because I don't think Harold would. Mm. Harold's mm. a very what's happening now kind of live guy. in the moment. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't he doesn't yeah. think far ahead, which is why he's not going to have any sort of way of protecting himself from because like if the Harlequin came out, like your your gut instinct would be like, oh, the smart thing to do is pretend like I always knew and I'm not fucking worried and roll my enormous deception. But Harold won't because he's like, holy fuck, I just got betrayed. Oh my god, my best friend. Wait, like my. Third, third, fourth, yeah. fifth, yeah. way low. Yeah. I'm not the best friend. <laughs> but I, even thinking about it, I've always thought Renair was the Harbinger and that they something terrible has to happen to him in order to bring whatever evil thing is out. I that's, get it. That's what I think. Mm. I get it. He just has really bad taste. I don't think, men. like, yeah. I don't think Renair, <laughs> uh, to clarify, yeah, I don't think Renair is a bad really. guy pretending to be a good guy. I <laughs> think Renair has a thing about his past he doesn't know that a lot of other very powerful people do mm. and I think that at the end of the day they're gonna rip out his heart or something and call him on I feel like V is gonna be like Xander from Buffy where it's like why can't I just date someone normal somebody said earlier she wanted to play barbarian Buffy and honestly that is pretty on brand for me I am a huge like Buffy fan when I made the character I didn't initially think Buffy and then later I thought about it and I'm like fuck I'm just Buffy. And a 10 second question I answered this all in chat. Yeah. So somebody asked what the most anxiety inducing thing was, and oh. it was uh, without a doubt uh, uh, her getting eaten by fish. Uh, Petunia getting eaten by fish. Oh. The swamp. The hag. Yeah. The, swamp the deal hag. with the hag. There you go. That's yeah. the 10 second answer. Uh, um, Petunia time. getting eaten by fish. I was like, we're going to fucking lose a guess. Do you guys want as a party to explore the wider world outside of Waterdeep? Yeah. Ooh. I anything they will make for us, I will take. Yeah. Honestly, V really, truly wants to leave the city. Um, I feel like that's not a spoiler. It's just kind of how she is. She hasn't really mm -hmm. voiced it, but she really wants to. She just knows that she can't do it on her own, and she feels trapped in a group that just wants to stay, and she's like, I don't stay. But she's like, I guess we will, because this is my group, so I guess I'm going to do it. And oh, also, I don't want to leave Harold. At some point, I'm dragging all of y'all to Candlekeep. I mean, that's, I, that's I don't just mind, a thing. I don't mind moving outside <laughs> of Waterdeep, but I, I would like... To hope that the main story centralizes yeah. on the city. Yeah. Yeah. There is, yeah. This is our home. There is a town Voss has to go to, mm. and it has been hinted in previous streams. All right, and he has to go there at some point in time in order to complete what he needs to do. Yeah, right. I just and it's outside of Waterdeep. Yeah, I just know V really wants to go out and meet and discover and learn about like other existing um, Goliath tribes and whatnot to try to oh, piece her cool her shit that together. Would, that would be cool art, guys. Just... <laughs> oh, hey, I wonder what the swamp was. <laughs> uh, Excuse you me. You shut your mouth about that place. The swamp is gross. We don't speak of that place. <laughs> Damn Crocs. <laughs> you don't know you're not descended from swamp monsters. <gasps> no, no, no. I think I do monsters. because my grandmother would have told me. And we say lies. Isn't that all yeah. about the swamp? We are more mountain people. We are not swamp people. You we are mountain people. You don't know that. I don't it know. You're be. like, you're, yeah. you're camouflaged. At Literally. least you're on my mom's yeah. side of mountain people. Maybe, maybe you guys are just all monsters. Maybe you're all the Harbringers. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to argue. I have a whole Nazis stat block. A-OK -okay with that. <laughs> I am good uh, and sweet and innocent. I want to say thank you to you guys because it's because of your donations and questions and everything that we got to do this today. So thank so you all this so amazing. much. This is so awesome. Thank you, viewers. Happy holidays. Um, happy holidays, all of those things. Uh, 
We are going to take a brief break. This is the end of the Q&A. Uh, uh, we have we're going to take a brief now. break. <laughs> the cast of players is going to get kicked out while the DMs work with you guys to create a magic item and an NPC. So, great. Give me uh, Here we are. You already have like three wands. Oh, <laughs> dead people. <laughs> How are we doing this? Are we just getting up and going? It's all going to be up to you guys. Uh, and you guys are working with them. They're, they're going to help walk you through the process. You're going to help give them ideas. And uh, we'll see what uh, you guys can create for uh, the players. And how Help us. Help us! You could you could help them, or you could uh, help us. You could have fun. Have, I think have I think fun we should them. make a magic grappling hook for boss. That's just my the suggestion. The grappling hook, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Magic grappling All right. Hook. Yeah, it really is. Like it auto winds itself up. <laughs> I don't know if I trust that. That's well, just mechanical. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys. We'll be back in a few minutes. My children just refuse to drink any soda in the house unless it's Fago. My new friend keeps calling me his ninja, and I don't think I'm capable of assassinating a daimyo at his command. Someone commented on my Instagram post with hashtag MMFCL, and I'm too confused to know if that's positive or negative. Have social situations like this happen to you? Then you may be entitled to podcast education. Hi, I'm David Gossett creator and host of the podcast Remedial Juggonomics, and I am here for you. Did you know that every day, over five million Americans will make a fool out of themselves in social situations merely because they don't know how to talk with juggalos on an even playing field? Remedial Juggonomics hopes to change all that by guiding you, the listener, on a musical odyssey through the careers of the insane clown posse one song at a time, with a few informative detours along the way. Now, I know that seems daunting, okay? Going from Carnival of Carnage all the way to the marvelous missing link lost and found. But trust me when I say this, we can get through the wicked clown sh together. And we're gonna come out the other side with a better understanding of one of America's most unfairly maligned subcultures. Remedial Juggonomics, available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever fine podcasts are found. Remedial Juggonomics, for the men and women about town who want to be down with the clown. Whoop whoop, universe. Whoop whoop. Uh, it's Harry again. Wow, halfway through the podcast already? I've almost got the pants on now. That's the sixth time I had the pants on, and yeah, I'm telling you, it, it's... It doesn't matter what holiday occasion, it just do, it clashes with everything. I, but I mean... Oh, hey, oh, we're back. Hello. With our fireside chat. I did not see you there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, Dude, you're My neck is to... all kinds of like, oh my gone. God. So you're here to help <laughs> us create an NPC and a magic item that the players will encounter and possibly obtain. So oh, that's weird. Oh. Stop looking at yourself. I, it's, it's, I can just see okay. my, my So my we're going to start with the NPC right. first. <laughs> uh, first off is race. There's a plethora of, uh, of races. Hold on, wait. Let me pull up D&D Beyond. And we're going to build this character live using D&D Beyond. Yep, their character creator is awesome. So we're going to click that standard builder. 
There we go. Uh, um, when do oh, we'll we'll gonna kind of come up and we're going to races. Yep. So go ahead and in chat, um, start listing some some races. Uh, we'll try and see which one's the most popular. Let's go through the races. See, um, just to remind people. Let's see what we got. We got Era Kukra. We got Asimar, and s different sub races of Asimar, which we can get into if we choose a race like that has that. Um, we have. <laughs> I knew that was gonna come. <laughs> he wants that dwarf. <laughs> yeah, that, there, yeah, look at that. There it is. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we have Dragonborn. We have Dwarf. Uh, we have many different types of elves. Uh, we have Furbolg, uh, Genasi, and the various types of Genasi. Uh, we have Gnomes, uh, Goblins, Goliaths, uh, Half Elves, Half Orcs, Halflings, uh, Humans, Kinku. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go through all these that aren't allowed in our game. Uh, uh, go up, go up. That one's allowed. Yeah, the the Lokatha. Yeah, the fish people. Fish people. No, no. Um, we have uh, a Minotaur because Minotaurs have been established. Yep, Minotaur has been established. Uh, we have Tabaxi, uh, Tieflings, Turtles, Tritons. That's not. Mm, mm, that's that's pretty much it. That's what we got. Yeah, there's there's a, a lot more races on D and D Beyond, but some are for other settings yep. or don't work within our story. Let's go ahead and... uh, so we're kind of going with a lot of the uh, standard races, but we do have a, a couple of the non-standard. Uh, let's see what we have. So... Uh, we've got some dwarves. We got changeling up. Oh. Changeling, uh, yep, is 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 one normally from Eberron, but we, we yeah, we'll uh, doppelganger that, that I see on there, two. but that is not a, an actual. Yeah, uh, it would be more of a, it would be a changeling, not it, a, not a. It has to be a yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I like the fish person. I, dwarf was our first one thrown out. Hold on, if only we had a dice roller. Ooh. Mm, okay. Uh, how many do we have? Uh, a fish dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, we have so far we have one, two, three, four. A D four. Hey, ah. how fitting. How fitting. Okay, let's roll this. And a number one. So. Looks like we're rolling up a dwarf. Looks like we're rolling up a dwarf. So we have a couple types of dwarves here. So let's uh. We have a hill dwarf, a mountain dwarf, or even a Durgar. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So, mm. okay. So, uh, hill, mountain, or Durgar. Durgar. Yeah. So, those are your, our options now, Chad. We've got, we've got those. So, go ahead and throw any mountain, hill, or Durgar. Or gray dwarf, if you can't spell Durgar. Yeah. Gray. Mm. Is, uh, yeah. <laughs> gray is fine. <laughs> Um, let chat figure that out. So, um, who's excited for the holidays? I'm excited. I got, got some hiatus from work. Some oh man, I wish we had a hiatus. We have fun things coming. Yeah, that you, know, right? you all will see. We're Sundays. We may be taking off, but Sundays we are busy. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. Yep. We we might be coming in 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 January with. Some, uh, some new things. Some new fun. So yeah. we'll have to have to see. Uh, we have two for Mountain Dwarf so far. So that's that's 
It's looking promising. Looking promising. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, new lexicon. That's hilarious. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. You're actually from the swamp. Yep. I need. I need more. Come on, people. Let's let's start throwing some stuff out there. There's twenty plus of you guys in there. Uh, all right. So uh, it looks like mountain. We're gonna. We got okay, mountain. A lot of people are mountain. All right. So all right. we're gonna choose mountain dwarf. Um, now the fun part. Let's go with their class. What class? So, um, uh, artificers are uh, allowed in, yes. in in our yep. version of Faerun. Uh, like I said, the only restricted classes are going to be uh, wild mage and um, uh, old one or deep one uh, yep. warlock. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's classified for them. Mm, that is true. That is true. So. Oh man, that mm -hmm. really changes on it the kids' helpful or hurtful. It does. It does. It does. <laughs> Uh, so, we have Artificer, Barbarian, Bard, Cleric, Druid, Fighter, Monk, Paladin, Ranger, Rogue, Sorcerer, Warlock, and Wizard. Start giving me some uh, some stuff out there. <laughs> Give me some, some classes. Oh. Uh, Petunia is a wizard. Yes, she is a divination wizard. Yes. That's, that's how she was able to save herself. With the previous rolls she made at the beginning of the day. Yes. And uh, there's been many, many times where those rolls have come in to help the BFGs. Um, yeah. I, uh, Petunia is such a fun, fun character to come on. We love Ray so much and are so happy when she gets to come on and play with us. Yes, so much. Uh, let's see. We've got, we got quite a few options here. We've had Druid, Bard, Monk, Artificer thrown in there. Um, Sorcer I'll say sorcerer, even though you didn't say sorcerer. <laughs> we'll get the subclass next once we figure out what we're yeah, gonna be. We're gonna do class first and then subclass. Yep. Uh, so let's see. We got one, two, Give three, four, five. Um, oh, three strings is a bard. Yes. Yeah, three strings. Three strings is a bard. <laughs> at least, at least one level. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I uh, have two for bard, two for artificer. Okay. Um. Also, thank you all so much for joining us uh, this evening. Uh, we hope you all have a wonderful holiday uh, coming up. Um, Whichever you may celebrate. Yep. All are great. Um. It is indeed. I hope you all enjoyed the, the Q&A because we had a blast. Oh, so much fun. Um, we will definitely be doing that again. Uh, another one for Artificer. So it's looking like Artificer let's, might be it. Okay, let's go with Artificer. Dwar Dwarven Artificer. That's, that makes sense. They're forgers. They're crafters. Yeah. I'm liking it. That could be fun. All right. So now Art we've got Artificer our Artificer. just got uh, finalized also. Just got finalized with the Eberron um, book, which is such a beautiful book. Yes. Um, Keith Baker is phenomenal, and I... Always been a huge fan of the Eberron setting. Uh, so we're going to do a subclass. Yep. Uh, so there's three different subclasses for Artificer. We have the Alchemist, the Artillerist, and the Battlesmith. Ooh, that sounds like something pretty dwarven-y, but we'll, we'll, we'll let, let... Alchemist is pretty self-explanatory. The yep. um, Artillerist uh, has the, like a, a turret, that, turret kind of... that comes out. And then uh, what is oh. the Battlesmith? I don't know, but we've, we're, Battlesmith is it's already coming out strong. Eldritch cannons. <laughs> that, that's definitely the the artillerist. Uh, I don't know what a battlesmith is. I will. I haven't actually looked into that one yet. We'll click on it. 
I, I, I want the, I want, I want to. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it sounds strong. Uh, well, <laughs> you know, and, yeah, let's yeah. go on this wild. Uh... Yep, I don't know what it is either. It could be fun. <laughs> so we got a not alchemist. So bat- battlesmith is like animal handling ranger, but better. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, that actually might be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, almost everyone is saying Battlesmith, so... I think we're going to go with I think we're going to go with Battlesmith. Mm, let's read what that little... Yeah, I don't... Let's see what the old Battlesmith is. Okay. Uh, let's see. They have Battlesmiths. Those are spells they have. Um, they proficiency, get proficiency with martial weapons. They get a Steel Defender, so... Oh, hey, that... They get, Bill Rick would have been, yeah, a, battle would have been a battle a, a battlesmith. Battlesmith, yeah. All right, cool. So you get a uh, an automaton or some some form of something. Um, so maybe we uh, okay. We figure that out. We'll we'll we'll, we'll circle around to that. Maybe we'll uh, we'll figure out what that is too. Yeah. That's, Bill that's... Bill Rick had a uh, dwarf. Bill Rick was my gnomish artificer when it was still being play tested for his Out of the Abyss game. Mm-hmm. And I had a giant spider mech that was real broke. Yeah. Um, but I had Squishy. A, I had a wild mage dwarven friend, and you may have met him tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was Ross. Ross's character played played. And that there fun. was one rule in our group, and that was no one can cast fireball because fireball always ended poorly. Nope. And this. Ask uh, old Babs the Bat about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he casted Fireball, so I kicked him off my spider <laughs> when it was attached to the wall <laughs> 20 feet up in the air. All right. All right. So uh, moving on, what do we have next? Um, uh, the next one. Next one. Uh, we got subclass background, I think, is next. Background. All right. We have lots to choose from um, because there has been a lot of backgrounds added. And you don't have to choose the one that seems to make the most no, sense. No, we can, we can literally we can be whatever, do whatever we want. We will make it work. Yep. So we have acolyte, anthropologist, archaeologist. Um, I got to go through these. So hold on. Let me, let me, let me go back here. Can we turn off magic yeah, turn content? Off. Oh, you want to turn off Eberron? Yeah. Well, no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna uh, go back to our class and no okay good it's still, good. still there all right um all right so um all right so we have uh acolyte our anthropologist archaeologist uh celebrity adventurer scion <laughs> wow that's like someone uh, bolo's assistant would be what yeah. that is uh charlatan uh city watch investigator uh, a, cl- a crafter a uh, cloistered scholar, uh, a courtier, um, a criminal slash spy, entertainer, a f- that's something else, a uh, faction agent, <laughs> uh, a failed merchant, that's kind of fun, uh, far uh, traveler, uh, fisher, folk hero, uh, gambler, gladiator, good lord, there's so many D&D Beyond, um, a haunted one. Uh, fun. Guild artisan, a hermit, uh, inheritor, knight, marine, uh, mercenary, veteran, noble, outlander, pirate, a plaintiff. All right, <laughs> uh, sage, a shipwright, a smuggler, a plaintiff, battle, uh, battle, uh, uh, forger, whatever it is. It looks like a lot of people are saying folk hero, uh, fish hero. I like fish. <laughs> folk hero. Okay. Okay. So uh, uh, strikes a gladiator, <laughs> a, a water havian noble. <laughs> celebrity uh the, the um urban bounty hunter mountain trout fish hero <laughs> what is a man i i don't know we're still on that fish 
So, so folk hero is look, looking like what we got going on here. Um, now there are two types of folk hero. Mm -hmm. And and if folk hero is what we want to go, there's folk hero, there's regular folk hero, and there's Baldur's Gate folk hero. I don't know what the difference. Is. I mean, well, I mean it's Baldur's Gate. Yes. Yeah. I mean. But I'd, I'd allow both. Yeah, we could have Baldur's Gate folk hero or regular folk hero. There's also Baldur's Gate Entertainer. There's a couple, yeah. There's there's a couple options for Baldur's Gate, yep. but it looks like there's a lot of fish stuff. I mean, profession is a question on here. I feel like this guy's gonna be a fisherman. Oh if yeah. I, if, if, if we're already getting there, he's definitely gonna be a fisherman. Yeah. Oh man, he uses his atomic. His like his. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, oh, that's fun. Oh, right. Already already starting to build a personality for this for this guy. <laughs> Oh god, it's going to turret mode. Nope, nope, nope. It's just turning into um, an angler. Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate. All right, Baldur's Gate folk hero. All right. All right. That. Um, what is Baldur's Gate folk hero? <laughs> is badly in need of heroes. Every so often, one rises from amongst its own. Ordinary people who rise to greatness are beloved in local history, but the popular imagination can turn into such champions among as quickly as the as it anoints them. You know, so it basically, people know who you are in Baldur's Gate. Okay, you uh, his animal handling. Oh, how fitting! <laughs> survival. Uh, survival. How fitting! Uh, vehicles. <laughs> And uh, let's choose that artisan tool. Yeah, we got an artisan tool. So we got all of the artisan tools. Now, is instruments also included? Nope, it's nope, just, just, just artisan tools. tools. So alchemists, brewers, calligraphers, carpenters, cartographers, cobblers, cooks, glass bowers, jewelers, leather workers, masonry uh, tools, painters, potters, weavers, and wood carvers. I know that was pretty quick, but you can follow along with D&D &D Beyond mm -hmm. and create this character with us. We got if carpenter, brewers. He is a dwarf. Dwarves like to drink. Yep. Masonry. His, his thing's made out of bricks. Cooks. Good lord. Okay, everybody, there's a. I might have to bring out the dice roller. I have to again. bring out the dice roller again. Um, let's see. So yeah. far, we got four. Anybody uh, got any more? Um, again. We can go through it again, or just again. what he's proficient in doesn't necessarily mean yep. just from from his uh, his background. He comes from Baldur's Gate, so we already have where he's from. He's gonna be from, or they. We don't have a a, a, gender, a yet. gender yet, so it, it is not necessarily going to be a he. Uh, so, so uh, all right, D four. All right, D four it is. Pull out that that D four and roll it and the d4 is two a so two so brewer. brewers it is all right gonna make that fish wine <laughs> ah. all right what's next on our on our list uh next is uh the artisan tool yep. instrument or game uh Oh, the persona personality traits. Personality traits. All okay. right. So we can go by what is generated here from the folk hero, or you can just come up with some. Exactly. So they this is be... personality traits. Um, so this is like some examples that they have. Uh, I judge people by their actions, not their words. Uh, thinking is for others. I prefer action. Um, or it's a D8, and we can roll it randomly if you wanted to do that, if you want to do that. Or, or, or throw literally some... come up with one that's more specific, yep. where it's like... Uh, 
he, he <laughs> really you don't know who i am i'm quite a big deal in Baldur's gate <laughs> uh okay uh kind of is narcissistic i'm confident in my own abilities and do what i can to instill confidence in others could could, okay. could be that could play off of that yep um <laughs> we got we got a, a d8 roll roll randomly okay uh, again, uh, this is just from D&D Beyond, but if you guys had one where it's like, ah, uh, he answers every question with another question, or, um... Believes they are being followed by ghosts of their ancestors. Ooh, I love that. Oh, that's, 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 yeah, that's, that's getting, happening. Okay, but personality has two, so that'll does, be one. It does have two, so... Oh, wow, that's fun. That is, that is a good one. I will, I will go down to here... Boom. All right, so that is the first one. Uh, the cool news, Scoob, I would say it, it means both. It means both. Because if you're being followed, you're being watched. Yep. Um, little column A, little column B. Yeah. Uh, so that's fun. Let's do that in a D8. Okay, sure. Sound, sounds good. We'll randomly roll the others. I think that sounds fun. I love randomly rolled charts. They're one of my favorite things. Goes for a date. A date. Do it. And eight. Eight. We have gets bored easily. When is he gonna get on with his destiny? Sure. Uh, he okay. So he seeks like a lot of adventure. Yeah. Doesn't like sitting around. You won't find like if you find him in tavern, he's like, okay, here's what we're doing. Yep. Let's go. Yep. Uh, kind of a go getter. <laughs> Are we making a Ghostbuster? <laughs> oh. We just might be. Oh man, that'd be so much fun. Oh, that's that's good. Oh man, that is so good. Wow, his his automaton is is a freaking ghost trap. Oh, that's oh man, that's oh, this just got interesting. <laughs> this just got interesting. Okay. Uh, All right. What do we next, got? The next one. Wait, make your way down. <laughs> we absolutely are. <laughs> Bond. All right. So now we're on uh, ideals. Ideals is okay. next. So this is ideals. Yeah, so okay. we have. Uh, respect, fairness, freedom, might, sincerity, destiny. Uh, that kind of, if we wanted to go with what we've already chosen, we can do that. Uh, you we can also to. just make it even more simple and say uh, good, neutral, evil, chaotic, lawful, yeah. yeah, anything like that. And then we can build off of that. Or you can come up with your own ideal. Yep. Um, and the ideals, uh, yeah, like we said, are based off of those singular one-word things. And that kind of gives it yeah, The destiny one is nothing and no one can steer me away from my higher calling. Busting ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I love it. Oh um, man, this yeah. Oh, it's so fun. Oh man, yeah. Uh, so, what are we thinking for ideals, guys? Uh, I, everyone, we got sounds perfect. So, destiny from from strike. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's rude. That's so amazing. Uh... <laughs> You guys, yeah, this is, this is yeah, man. It's actually the collar of the sweater is, is green. Um, so yeah, I, I have a ghost uh, neck. <laughs> uh, neck Ethan line. was a ghost, and there yep. in the Q and A, yep, yep. it was translucent. I, uh, I thought it was a dark enough green not to uh, interact or counteract with the, the green screen. I was wrong. What, wait, there's not a real fire behind us? Because I'm hot right now. I'm, I'm so hot. <laughs> Uh, all right, so... All right, well, Destiny, I think that's what we got. Yep. Okay. 
rolled Destiny. Uh, bonds. Uh, we have six choices if we wanted to do the randomly rolled one. Bonds uh, are typically what is your tie into the world. Yep. Um, my tools are symbols of my past, and I carry them so that I will never forget my roots. <laughs> Hand me downs from your ancestors. Like, I'm, quit bothering me, ghosts. <laughs> we're, um, <clears throat> I think we're just making a character from the new Ghostbusters movie that's coming out. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's one of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, I protect those who cannot protect themselves. Uh, I wish my childhood sweetheart had come with me to pursue my destiny. Ghostbusters plus Mulan. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh so good. Uh, proud noble once gave me a horrible beating, and I will take my revenge on any bully I encounter. Mm. Hates bullies. Uh, I worked uh, the land. I love the land. I will protect the land, and I have a family, but I have no idea where they are. One day, I hope to see them again. That's what we got as far as the... <laughs> Gotta get that sweet, sweet busting money. money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they believe that ghosts of their ancestors inhabit their tools and creations. Ooh. <laughs> That's kind of like a double-edged sword. Like You're like, oh, I'm going to get this ghost, and then you're like... Crap! There's a ghost in my machine. <laughs> well, well, they they are constantly being viewed or yeah, the ghosts of their pasts. I think it was ancestors, right? Yeah, ghosts of their ancestors. Maybe that is more more is tied to their tools and creations. And and it, we can play on the word the ghost of the machine or the phrase. Yeah. Or we could have the machine like do its own stuff sometimes. Yeah, maybe maybe it is it is possessed. Uh, all right, we'll go with that one. That 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 is uh, sandbaggins. That's what we're gonna go with. Uh, now the flaws. There are six of these. Uh, I have trouble trusting my allies. Secretly, I believe that things would be better if I were a tyrant lording over the land. Mm. Uh, I have a weakness for the vices of the city, especially hard drink. Might be a good one to go with the brewing uh, that that they do, uh, or random as uh, as Nightblade says. I'm convinced the significance of my destiny and blind to my shortcomings, the risk of failure, um, and the tyrant who rules my land will stop at nothing to see me kill. kill. Weakness for fish <laughs> has, has to, to kiss, kiss every fish. fish. <laughs> that's, a, that's a little, uh, little ridiculous. Uh, well, but, you know. We blind to that. shortcomings. Uh, we got blind to shortcomings. Um, one for vices. Um... Are the ghosts willingly imbued into the tools? I don't know. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe we'll, uh, maybe we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll figure maybe, that maybe, out. Yeah. Oh, man, now I want him to be a haunted one. But, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, that's how he made his name in Baldur's Gate. Is he's busting ghosts. He was, he busting, was. busting ghosts. <laughs> Get out of here, ghosts. Get out of here, ghosts. Uh, we have to go with the original Ghostbusters name, though. Because ghost breakers, ghost breakers. Yep, he's a ghost breaker. <laughs> Which I don't know if you know this, but yeah, the original title for Ghostbusters. Because there was another show at called the, time the Ghostbusters. Yep, that was, he's a ghost breaker. He's a ghost breaker. Oh my god, I love it. Um, all right, so we had to tie up between vice um, for a hard drink, which would fit the brewers, but also uh, blind to his shortcomings and risk of failure. Um. So roll a D2, flip oh. the coin. No, he's not called a Ghostbreaker. I like, so uh, uh, Sandbaggins just said Dwarven Ghostbreaker, but what if Ghostbreaker was his last name? Ooh, I think we just got his last name. 
if y'all are cool with that. But I, I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, one word. Yeah. As as the dwarvens do. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, dude. So, vice or what was the other one? Uh, blind to shortcomings. I'll put it in the viewers' vote. Vice for the drink or blind to shortcomings. Blind to shortcomings. <laughs> it is such a BA name. We got we got vice. Okay, one vote one from vice. vice. If, <laughs> of course, yeah. you do, Colton. You totally hold 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 sway. Short, oh, one for oh shortcomings. Oh, man. I like both. Two for shortcomings. Technically, that's three or two. For uh, that, uh, okay, shortcomings, it's looking like. Okay. All right. All right. So, shortcomings it is. Oh, we got another vice. Ooh. 50-50. We may have to flip it. You got a D2 on there? I got a D4. I got a D2 on mine. What's wrong with you? I do, but... Why not play, Why not stay on brand? All right, we'll roll D four. Okay, here we go. It's the best dice anyway. One. All right, so vice, which was the the, the first, first one, one named. Yep, there we go. All right, it is vice. All right, what what's next on the list of things to do? The next is a profession. A profession. What is he? He is a. I mean, he's a Ghostbuster. So that's a profession. That's a profession. He's a. Um, I mean, I know you guys were playing with fish, but I kind of—I mean, I think he's a professional ghost hunter. I think he is too. I think—I think that's what. Yeah. So Do you guys agree with that? Professional ghost hunter. It's a scientist. Scientist. Yeah, a could, scientist. Yeah. Could be a scientist. An Egon, an e <laughs> scientist for hire. <laughs> um, Science. As long as it's fish ghosts. <laughs> yep. As long as his first name is Trout. <laughs> um, I think he is a he has brewing proficiency because of his vice. Okay. And that's why. So mayor ghosts. Trout ghost breaker. Maybe. I th I am yeah, might might have uh. But he is an artificer DC. Yes. Uh. So. But instead of said trout, it could be like Troit. Yeah, so said said yeah. dwarvishly. I'm a I'm Troit Ghostbreaker. Uh, all right. And then, but spelled trout. That's it. That's <laughs> happening. That's it. Name. Uh, put it an apostrophe. Oh yeah, to totally got to have an apostrophe. It's fantasy. Look at that. Troit. Troit. Yeast. Um. All right. Yeah. So definitely. Uh, he is a, an old, let's go ahead and throw this in here. I'm glad you're having fun. Um, I hope everybody's having fun creating this. Uh, We're having fun. Yeah, this is a blast. <laughs> Sorry if your suggestions aren't being chosen. It's kind of at ram random. Um, we're trying to keep it fair. Uh I like the story that we're creating so far. I mean, this, this is, is this is so yeah. I, I I can honestly say when I sat down here, I never ex imagined that we would be making a ghost hunter. Yeah, a dwarven artificing ghostbuster. Yeah, now we have to create a side mission for this to work. Or ooh, wait. Oh, maybe we don't. 
Maybe we don't. Uh huh. Yeah, that's real good. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I've already got already got stuff working in the brains. Yeah. You guys are amazing. He ain't afraid of no fish. That's right. Just make him easy to cosplay. That's all I ask. <laughs> Well, we're going to get to appearance and all that, so don't That's worry. We're, we're what we're at next. So what, what do we got first we got up on that? Hair. So this can be color. This can be style. This can be, um, this because he's dwarf, this goes into the beard. Yep. Uh, how long of a beard is it? Uh, how, how many braids does it have? What yep. kind of, you know, uh, everything about his hair. Yep, so, so we're going to start with hair. Under, undershave, does he have a, uh, or the braided undershave, where it's not really an undershave, but it's braided so tight that it looks like that? Or is it a single mohawk? Is it uh, Reek's mohawk mullet rat tail disgustingness? Yep, um, we, got, we got some coming in. Um, we've gotten... <laughs> Strike's just describing himself. <laughs> uh, we have not gotten to Ginger yet, Nightblade. Uh, we, we will get to that uh, momentarily. Yeah, sorry, we keep saying he... Uh, it is definitely not a he. It yeah, is is is, um, is non-gendered currently. A um, beard curls out to a point. That's that's. Uh, fishtail braids on his head. Okay, you get, staying on brand with the fish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, I kind of like the beard curls to a point. I like beard curls to a point, so I'm gonna add that. Uh, what what um, what color um hair are we gonna go with? White hair. Salmon. Oh, my God. With, with the fish stuff. With the fish stuff. Yep. Yep. I, I, I like the white hair. Um, white like you saw a ghost. Yeah. I like the white. Um, we could put a salmon lock in there if you guys want. Like a, like a, that could be a good quirk. Like. Like maybe he has a stripe down his like a single stripe or the down single his, single braid single or, braid yeah, yeah like it goes into the point that goes into the point so a, a salmon, salmon color. color so yeah so we'll do white with like a salmon stripe like a, a single braid down white beard curls to a point with salmon salmon braid or salmon stripe. All right. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to go. What? Oh, too much. Too much. I gotta go down to. Just description. Yep. Uh, yeah. Just put it in back. There you go. Uh, so what about the what about the top of his head? I saw someone say bald. Uh, I saw someone say fishtail braids. What other choices we got as? Um, so what what other styles that could work for an artificer? Um, yeah, anything really? Anything works, but top knot, curly hair, curly hair could work. Like, uh, but at what length? Mm -hmm. Um. Does he have bangs? Or they, sorry. Do they have bangs? Uh, is it short? Is it shorter length? Is it um, 
like really long that uh, uh okay so I've, i'm seeing curly a lot and so, so if we do curly hair and uh someone said frizzy hair that is wild so it'd be kind of a very brave thing of them to wear it that way yeah oh, uh, yeah, there. yeah mm -hmm. uh -huh. and they're their their thing oh their their machine I, I've, I've got i've actually got quite a bit of of this i've got we've got wild and frizzy kind of like he got electrocuted so einstein-y got mad. it okay got it yeah yeah and his his artificer companion is a bear and that's what helps him fish for salmon oh my god this is so good <laughs> he's also a, a ghost busting bear <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> Resigns himself to a win. <laughs> uh, like ghost trap bear. All right, I think that's good for hair. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely a good good bit. We got hair down, so now... Ooh, one last question. Just beard or beard and mustache? Because it matters for dwarves. Yeah. Um, I, I, what do you think? You think full, full everything? I think full everything. Okay. So, I'm cool with full yeah, everything. Yeah, instead of just, just, just the, the bottom. Okay. Uh, the next one is just beard. Just beard. So okay. no mustache? Looks like we're saying no mustache. <laughs> okay, just beard it is. Yeah, just beard. Done. Okay. Uh, next is going to be eyes. So that can be eye color. That can be, uh, one could be blinded. It could be heterochromia, which is the two different colored eyes. Yep. Um... It could be a wild color. It could be like a, a silver or you know a gold or something like that. The the uh, the dwarven greed of uh, gold and silver and stuff like that has imbued mm -hmm. so much in the past that we have now have this that shines uh, through them. We 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 have one a uh, it wouldn't be robotic but like a artificial eye. Okay. Uh, um, I like I like well I like that. Uh, one eye is white, the other half like green, Like two different colors, red. so that would be, if we had the artificial eye, it could be a different color. Yep, so artificial eye, and then uh, one silver, one gold. So we have a couple gold and silver eyes. Um, <laughs> um, all right, so we'll, we'll go with a prosthetic eye that's silvery gold. Okay. That's like uh, silver and gold in itself. Yep. Um, and then, let's see, we got a couple. We have like a, a green eye. We have a salmon eye. Uh, uh, basically two different colors. Uh, someone said green and red. Let's do that one green. Green. Any other one green? Okay. All right. Uh, next is... Height. Height. Let's just kind of keep it. Uh, keep it dwarvish. Yeah. Height. So well, yeah, keep it dwarvish. But is it gonna be? Let's go short, medium, or tall. Yeah. Is for a, for a dwarf. For a dwarf. Yeah. Is he short, medium, or tall for a dwarf? Um, a tall dwarf. Okay. So it can be taller for a for a dwarf. Yeah. Um, we got a medium. <laughs> we got tall for a dwarf. Tall. Okay. Tall dwarf. Yeah. That's. We got. Average would be medium. So we got two for tall, two three for, for tall. three for tall, two for medium. Um, let's, 
Yeah, they're not, okay, so they are medium-sized creatures. They're not short, short, like, gnomes or halflings. Yeah. They are, uh, what is it, around the five-foot range. Is, I think. They're between four and five feet. Okay. So we'll say five-three. Sure. Which is, would be pretty tall for a... For a Hold on. Uh, pull up. D and D Beyond. Hold on. I can actually go back to race. Click on the detail page. Hildor. It's gonna be in regular. Short and stout. Uh, they stand well under five feet tall. So if we have him over five feet tall, then that's... Yeah, he's yeah. definitely a tall... But yeah, so 5'3". Five, 5'3 three. Five, three sounds good. Yep. Uh, next one is weight. Uh, again, let's just keep it in the uh, simple terms of is he um, like lithe and gangly for a dwarf, which is they're already stout. So this would be like a... St oh, man. So it'd be kind of like an average human build if he was a lithe dwarf. Mm -hmm. um, or is he, uh, let's say, just your average broad, uh, you know, dad bod muscular fat ratio, mm -hmm. or is he very stout? Is he, is he a, yeah. a very, very... So live, live, average, or stout. Uh, and, and we'll go with that. So Yeah, don't, don't give us numbers. So, li so live, average, stout. Yeah. <laughs> if you aren't thick, are you even a dwarf? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Nerera and I'm going to, I'm going to go with stout on that one. Say stout cause he drinks a lot. That's a good, okay. a good one. We've got, got quite a bit live. for, but, but, with Clyde, but with huge calves. <laughs> Thund thunder calves. Yep. Um, Nightblade, that's a, a very good, uh, description of why he would be stout. I like that. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and he prefers to drink stouts. And prefers to drink stouts. Mm -hmm. Ooh. <laughs> That's what he makes. So oh, he specializes yes. in his stouts. <laughs> uh, we're getting more lives, though. Wow. Okay. Yeah. People want to see a skinny dwarf. Yeah. And by skinny, I mean he, he's not going to be bones because dwarves just aren't built that way. Yeah. But he would be an average person build, which would look yeah. weird. Would look, he would look, he'll look weird he'll look like a dwarf uh, a an actual dwarf human yeah is more like so get it, that picture in mind he'd look more like a dwarf human in that sense of body build yep um he looks like a short human yeah yeah all right so we'll go we'll go live yeah. all right uh next going up is age uh young middle-aged or old yep Young, middle-aged, or old, and we'll figure out the years um, with D and D Beyond. <laughs> it's like middle, middle, old, young, equivalent to mid twenties. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they they live to be about four hundred years old. So yeah, um, we'll figure that out once. Yeah, we yeah, figure yeah, out, we figure out. Young, but may look older because the ghosts. And D&D can age people. Mm, I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. So, so yeah. So, may, maybe, uh, 
maybe looks older but actually is young. I think that's what we're going to have to go with because that's a really good... Uh, so if they live to be 400, they age the the first uh, first like 30 years like humans do as all races mm-hmm. work. Uh, you want to keep them around... Like 50? I'd say 50 to 100. Yeah. Uh, let's cut it even and say around 70. 70? Okay, but looks... Looks like 200. Looks like he's 200? Yeah. Here's a fun one. So the next one coming up uh, is distinguishing marks. This could be tattoos. This could be jewelry. This scars. Could be scars. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be what he, what he wears, or what? Sorry, what they wear, because we're gender is next after this question. Um, actually, let's do gender first. Yeah, let's do may... let's do gender first. Yep, so yep. gender first, uh, male, female, or non-binary. Yep. So they is an option. Um, and we got sc- uh, one for scar. But... Yep. Sorry about jumping the gun on that. Keep thinking about it because that one's a fun one to think about. Let that stew in your brain. Um, the, he's already got a couple of distinguishing marks, like the eye, the the uh, the, 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 the prosthetic the, eye, the pink braid, the, the salmon color braid okay. down the center of the beard, um, and ooh, okay. Uh, we got two female, two non-binary. So. Um, Oh, uh, yes, yes, Ray. Uh, it is a, a dwarven artificer ghostbuster. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, a mountain dwarf, yes. Uh, we, we're on gender right now, so we're about to do all of the fun little neat detail aspects, but uh, gender is what we're... So male, female, non-binary. We got quite a few non-binary. Quite a few non-binary. And the fun thing about dwarves is that... Uh, females are, uh, absolutely have beards. Well, they can. They can have beards, yes. yes. Uh, and it's very common. Um, so uh, no matter what, whoever may cosplay it could. Yeah. Doesn't matter. It's fun. I have fun making a white beard, though. <laughs> with a, with a yeah, no, that's half the fun. Yeah. Half the fun. Dwarven androgyny. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm liking I'm liking that. I'm Let's liking go non-binary. Day. Yeah, I like the day, so we'll we'll keep it a day. So, okay, now the fun parts. Like we were saying, distinguishing marks, uh, scars, tattoos, jewelry, uh, a certain part of their clothing that might stand out. Something that is that is that pops, and you instantly identify them as soon as they walk into the room. Besides everything that we've already created in this very fun character. Yeah, other than the giant automaton walking next to them yes <laughs> um so yes yeah, so do they have a scar across their eye where maybe their prosthetic eye is that um you know is or wide. like a claw mark or something along those lines so think or, or or what would a ghost scar look like fingers covered in rings from their ancestors that's pretty cool um is this is if the salmon colored braid won't do it scar for the eye and rings Okay. Yeah. D- uh, d- but, describe that scar yeah. on the eye. So is it is it is it a single scar like a cut mark? Trench coat filled with flasks. That's actually a pretty cool one too. That's kind of neat. Uh, is it is it like a claw mark from a beast or is it uh, a uh, like an undead necrotic scar that has aged that area or uh, something? What would that scar look like? Or is it going to be a burn scar or a lightning scar where it has that? Uh, that really cool, uh, it 
looks like veining almost. It's really crazy the way that scarf scarification looks. Um, a lot of necrotic scar. Okay. Charred burn, please. Necrotic is pretty cool. So, all right, necrotic scar. Okay. We'll we'll have fun with that. Yeah, we'll 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 come up with that. I uh, promise it'll be fun. Uh, all right. So, and then the jewelry. Got that. Okay. Um, uh, got that. Now here's another one, and please, we will be at your whim, but please make it something that we can do. Oh yeah. Uh, accent. Accent and speech pattern. Yep. Uh, and whatever you make, we will do our best to do, and if that means that we have to do research, uh -huh. and uh, I have to phonetically type things so that I can read it, uh, I do that with certain characters, um, just, so uh, what kind of accent, and uh, we could go the standard Irish-Scottish, but let's, yeah, I got let's a Welsh. try Let's, oh man, yeah. okay, Duh. you're getting very specific on the English. I don't want to hurt you <laughs> and be and, and disappoint you. <laughs> um, what if they sound surprisingly ac accentless for a dwarf, like they're well-read in their craft? Hmm. Oh, someone said Australian. I, that's going to be real uh, hard. Yeah. <laughs> Australian. Uh, down on the night. Uh, I have to, I get... Uh, Australian bleeds into English, British, yeah, all the time. That one would have to be phonetically written. Yeah. Um, um, articulate can Creole. Why you gotta? Mm. Why you gotta? Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you? Oh man, for some people, Creole may be easy, but it ain't easy. I I'll can't have do to watch, Ooh, I'll have man. to watch a lot of um, Princess and the Frog. Um, we've got quite a few for articulate accentless. Okay. No, Colton. I say, I say, boy. I say, I say, I say, boy. There's a ghost Ghost, you done told you now. A lot of say, a lot of say good with accentless. Okay, so since they will be accentless, who do you want to play them? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's another two. We have two DMs to play to play them. Um, Maximum said, because they are accentless, let's add something, um, to yeah, their, their the speech, speech pattern. pattern, like a stutter, or it doesn't have to be a stutter. It can be something else. Uh, um, it could be something like, uh, like how they, they draw out certain letters. They talk with a lisp. Uh, they, um, like kind of go into their they, S's. They, they draw speak their fast S's. and they speak slow. Um, yep. But they are articulated, so. Drops their G's. Okay, so they like the southern uh, making drawing. Um, so no drawing. Yeah. Uh, they always take their time. So a little bit slower. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Um, let me go here. What kind of, I guess... Long also, pauses, they consider something new and possibly irrelevant. Slight R's on the end of vowels. Vowels. Very slow cadence, very specifically choosing words. Hmm, like the brain is moving faster than the mouth. 
I actually know uh, of people like that. All right. My friend Lee, has, mm-hmm. I actually figured that out about Kind of what um, DC said. Uh, okay, um, I like that. So long pauses as they consider something new and possibly irrelevant or relevant. Okay. Uh, so not, not, not slow talking like our dragonborn friend who owns uh, uh, the worm the book's worm, treasure. Yeah, bookworms. bookworms treasures, um, but more, um, yeah, got it. So, yeah. And then uh, I would say, I, um, so contemplative or also like, uh, like, like Ray was saying, where the brain works faster. So you're kind of choosing the words as they come mm-hmm. to you. Uh, I like that. And then I would say the attitude of the voice. Yeah. Let's let's pick the attitude again because we don't have an so, accent. So narcissistic, like narcissistic, cocky sounding, uh, unsure, um, judging, judging, uh, gruff, been there, done that, yep. or excited. Excited. Um, uh, there was the articulate that was dropped, uh, but articulate can be done in word choice. Um, monotone. Someone said. Yep. Nervous. Nervous works with their paranoia. Yeah. So nervous is a good one. What do we think about nervous, guys? And gals and everyone in between? Ladies and gentle them. Ladies and gentle them. I love it. Monotone is a second. <laughs> it's not monotone if they're actually out to get you. Uh, okay. Um, so we asked for nervous. And a couple of people. Yep, I think thumbs up and like it. All right. Nervous it is. Let's do nervous. All right. All right. So, so maybe with not, a little only are they think, slur. not only are they thinking about uh, what they're trying to say, but they're also, there's kind of like that voice in the back of the head. Like, yeah. And so that's the nervousness. Yeah, that's I like there. that. I like so that. Kind of always nervousness. And uh, maybe depending on the scene, sandbaggins, if they have a drunken slur or not with their speech patterns. Mm, Since maybe. they do have that vice for hard liquor. All right. I think I, that's everything on my list. Is that everything for the D&D Beyonds? That's pretty darn good. Yeah. That is that NPC. Go to equipment real quick. Uh, Just go to starting equipment. I just want to see if they get anything that we haven't chosen. Uh, Simple weapons. No, no. And and artisan tool. That's another one. Yeah, it's going to be brewer supplies. I thought we already selected that. That's what they're proficient in. Got it. So now they actually get it. Okay, cool. Um, Yeah, so we got to... Who is playing it? Me or Devin? Yeah, we will not be offended in any way. No, not at all. So... Whose voice do you find more soothing? (laughs) Who do you want to play this? Nervous ghost-breaking dwarf named Troit Ghostbreaker. Troit Ghostbreaker. One should do them sober, one should do them drunk. I love it. That is... We'll figure that out. I love it. That's awesome. That's done. Done. Okay. Okay. That's actually a good good point, Ray. Um, so uh, I will play sober. You play drunk. Yeah. All right. So you can represent 
uh, you know, the yeah. non-binary. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Awesome. That that sounds fun. But we're not done. Nope. We're done with Throw It. Throw It, Ghostbreaker. It has been made. The Artificer. The from, Artificer. From Baldur's Gate. The Baldur's Gate Artificer dwar- Mountain Dwarf who hunts ghosts. Dude, that, that is, is awesome. That is crazy. That is so awesome. You know what? This is the only way I'm creating characters from now on. Right? <laughs> that is a lie. But this was fun. <laughs> um, all right. So I am going to – we're going we're gonna to save this. Uh, let me go ahead and just – Okay. Next thing that we're going to be making is a magic item. So things that we need to think about. The type, weapon, armor, wands, a wondrous item where it's like a ring, a necklace, some stone, an instrument, or other thing that you guys just randomly think of. Uh, so we're going to be doing that. Let's try and keep it not in the legendary status. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Definitely, <laughs> we would like to introduce it sooner than later. So a mid-range. We, we are, yeah, we're, we're definitely a low magic item game. We'll, we will have magic items, but we definitely want to keep it. So um, the first thing that we want to do is let me go to my magic item creation tab on D&D Beyond. Yes, the homebrew section. Even. Yes, 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 yes. So we have made Troot. 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 Um, and so creation. this magic item does not have to Create. be with the NPC that we just created. No, no, this is completely separate. Yeah. Um, so, and this could be for any of the party members. So we have something that works for everybody, the better. But if you want to make a targeted magic you item, that can. is also acceptable. We just want to uh, put all the options on your table. Yep. So um, first we need to figure out what are we making. Are we making armor? Are we making just a potion? Are we making a ring, rod, scroll, staff, wand, weapon, or a wondrous item such as like an amulet. Like I said, or ring, necklace, stone, instrument, other... Rod, anything, you know, rods well, rod's on there. So, it's something that can be literally... Figurine of Wondrous Power is a wondrous item. Like, so something along those lines. So that's what we want to focus on now. What are we making? Um, um, okay. So, so we uh, got one vote for wondrous item. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I'd say ring would fall into wondrous item, yada, 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 so... Uh, gloves would be a wondrous item, stuff like that. So, looking like it's going to be a wondrous item. Okay. So let's, um, uh, we got because ring is separate on this choice. Do we want ring or do we want it to be an obscure uh, item? An obscure Ray item. said an axe. Mm. Yeah, it can be a weapon. It can be literally anything. Sky's the limit. Now you know. Da, 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 da. <laughs> uh, um, we have had quite a few for wondrous item. Give it a little bit more. Come um, on, peeps. Think think of things that you've seen people just create on the internet. Things that you've created for your game. Things that you've wanted for your game. Uh, and and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Everybody always wants a special weapon. Yeah. But I, when I played Bill Rick, I loved the random one-use items. I loved them. I always hoarded them like a dragon, though. <laughs> what if it's something other than jewelry? It can be something other than jewelry. It doesn't yes. have to be a ring. Like it doesn't like said, have to be a... Stone, instrument, like a random bobble. Uh, a scarf? Ooh. Ooh that's kind of neat. Oh, I like a scarf. That's, that's kind of neat. 
Uh, something along those lines. An yeah. Ugly Christmas sweater. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna come in there, Colton. <laughs> you know, did the person that start that joke were they a part of that joke? Do you remember know. the the plot? I remember the plot. Yeah, because whenever uh-huh. the plot on LARP would, would tease a an item. A small crystalline statue of a fish. Yeah, any any time in, in the LARP that we ran, we would tease like the little like littlest bit of a, a picture of something, and they would all just go, fish, a fish, a fish, a it's fish. obviously a fish. It's obviously a fish. No no reason behind it. It just it was a joke that started, and then it stuck, mm-hmm. and it didn't matter what happened. It was always a fish. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, a, a red cr- a crystalline, a red crystalline oh herring. Oh my god! Oh man, that's good. That okay, fine. That's, that's it. It's it. a wondrous item. It's good. a wondrous item, and it is a crystalline, a red crystal, or a ruby, could be a ruby herring. A ruby <laughs> it's herring. It's a red herring. Oh man, that is so good. Wow. Oh man. All right. So wondrous item. Um. This is a face of love and hate. Yep. <laughs> All right. So we know it is a ruby herring. Uh, let's say herring statue carved from ruby. Um, I know we're not targeting, but the magic items that we have so far in play are. The Wand of Magic Missiles that Vinley has. Mm-hmm. We have the Moon Blade that Voss has. Mm-hmm. We have the Cloak of Many Fashions, which V has. Yep. Seisha doesn't have anything? I don't think so. Harold doesn't have anything. Harold had a potion, but that... Yeah, that, that got drank real quick. Mm-hmm. It didn't get drank at all, and then they were like, drink it all right now. Um, yep. Uh, so yeah, so what does this do? Does it? Uh, do we want to play on the red herring aspect, or is it literally? Is the item being a red herring a red herring of itself, and it has nothing to do with the item I, itself? I like that. I like that too. Where they think it's it's nothing. Yep. I'm like oh, this is a red herring, and mm-hmm. which would really suck if they don't take it because of the out of play thought process. But yep. you know whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Um. Harold did, yes, that's correct. He did have drums, but he did destroy them. Yep. Um, which did not destroy the magic that created, that summoned the creatures. Yeah, does it um, Does it grant, uh, like, a luck point? Does it grant um, bonuses to yeah, certain things? Yeah, what type of, uh, what, okay. What, yeah, that's the first thing. What does it do? So, um, is it a buff? Is And is it just? A trinket. You mean just a trinket? <laughs> no, it's gonna be a magic item. No, no, I know. It's gonna be a magic item. Uh, it's something weird. It like, attracts it, wild game, then grants speak with animals. <laughs> but only to fish. Uh, Allows you to talk to fish. <laughs> uh, I, no, I think. <laughs> An item that points them at side quests. <laughs> Uh, no, let's not drag this uh, campaign forever. Oh, right. Um, I know it feels like this is drawn out, but everything that we do, uh, almost everything we do, has a purpose. Uh, 
gives people a negative on their opposed perception rolls. Mm. That's a cursed item. No, Could... it, mean, it means people trying to look at oh, them. Oh, right. So like a... Um... An elven cloak or elven boot. Yeah, so ba- basically it would grant di- – it would cause others to have disadvantage on perception checks against them. Yeah, but that's kind of like the elven cloaks and the elven boots. It gives I'm... you advantage to your self checks. It does both. Does it? Yep. Oh, look at that. Good point. Um, I'm totally fine with imposing disadvantage. I just want to um, maybe choose something else besides – Yeah perceiving stealth or perceiving them let's see when we get because i want to i want to make this very unique that's yep. the thing i want to want to push this like you can be as push crazy. the weird push the the left field the unique the unique uh grants bonus to grapple checks You got any crazy ideas in there? He posted some stuff. Native insight. Um, this this thing can also cause random spell effects. It could cause, uh, man, it could be like the noble dwarf potion. It could be yeah, it could a, be a, a bunch small of, chart of things. Could be a, ran- a bunch of random stuff. It could. Um, tracks in a crime scene so so what the new election say how about it makes people less suspicious of the holder and more suspicious suspicious of the person closest to the holder maybe that would be like the the insight check disadvantage it's probably how I know that but we could make it specific like that um, which may hurt them when they're mm-hmm. trying to help each other <laughs> Yep. Like Harold's like, here's the here's the deception. They're like, I believe you, and then V is like, and I'm adding to the deception, but you're full of shit. We got quite a, <laughs> we've got quite a few for moving blame to someone else. Moving blame to someone else mm-hmm. because of the red herring. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's do this. Um, person that is holding it uh-huh. gets advantage on deception. And if they beat it, then it puts the blame on someone else. So Are we cool with that? Grants advantage. It should be on deception or just charisma checks? On charisma checks. Okay. Let's do charisma checks. Got it. And... Puts uh, puts blame on someone else. Uh, grants advantage on charisma checks and like yeah, like it throws other people under the bus. Um, causes those um, causes they, they, creatures. They, there's a couple in here that are pretty good. Grants advantage if you can point the finger at someone else, like cause blame. 
mm-hmm. um, or if they succeed, uh, they can point and blame it on somebody within. I, w- I, I was thinking, or I was going to say, um, it grants advantage on charisma check, but uh, creatures in a five-foot radius around them have disadvantage on charisma checks. Okay. Which is that pointing the blame on them. Got it. Um The only problem with that definitely requires attunement. The only problem with that is what if nobody else says anything? That's okay. That that's the whole point of it. Okay. Um Um, and then, and then, uh, target has, disadvantage. What about instead of five foot radius, the, the one that they're pointing at or placing blame on has the disadvantage? Okay, so they would have disadvantage on their insight? No, or so, we, so disadvantage on charisma. I would be like, if you're asking me, I'd be like, no, 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 no. I was not I was not the one uh, that did that. It was it was Ross. And then I'm pointing at Ross mm-hmm. and then when you go talk to Ross and you're like, Hey, what the hell? Then we would roll that at disadvantage for their role and it would put more blame on them kind of throws them under the bus. Yeah, that's hard to translate to game rules, so I'm trying to figure out how we, because that's a lot of, like, that's very situational. It is. Like, you, you know. Yeah, Yeah, that's, like, super situational. Like, only if you're trying to blame someone else. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can make it that if that's what they want. I was just, thinking maybe we make it a little more broad so it's yeah if it's going to be super situational i would take away the attunement yeah um because because advantage on charisma checks is huge but disadvantage on charisma checks is and maybe we can make the radius bigger maybe it's like 10 feet Um. <laughs> I love that, Nereran. Give it a paired item. That's an ivory statue of a goat, the scapegoat. Oh my god, that is so funny. That's pretty good. And then I also like uh, I I do like there being a chance that it backfires and a, a member of the party being blamed. So let's do radius. Yeah. So it causes creatures in a ten foot radius around them to have disadvantage on charisma checks and. Um, to think how we put that in game rules well it could be um
I knew this was going to be the hardest part. I know, I know, I know. Um, just checks. No, there's not really a chance. Not really. I wouldn't really say saving throws. I mean, we could. Um, grants advantage on charisma checks and charisma saving throws, but everybody within a 10-foot radius has disadvantage on charisma checks and charisma saving throws. Most, most, charm, most charm effects are wisdom, though, not charisma. There's very few charisma attacks. Yep. But that's still not bad. That's still... I like that. Okay. Um, maybe maybe it's a fused... Uh, the, the ruby herring and the ivory scapegoat, and it's like one statue. And so it's the red herring and the scapegoat all together, which is why everyone around you is... Okay. Is the... the, the Got it's it. blamed... Oh, so it, it would, uh, okay. So would it be like one end is the red herring and one end is the head of the goat? Or would it look almost like an ivory goat red mermaid tail? Ooh. So it like fades from white to the ruby and it looks almost like a merram. Okay, yeah, I like that. Could they be separated? Uh, no, no, they would be one. With a wish spell. <laughs> yeah. um. A transparent herring swallowed the ivory goat. So it's kind of neat too. But I think I like the only problem is not seeing the herring in the. It'll be just a red tail. Yeah, I like. I actually like that. Tra the like, it's a ruby carve, but there is literally an ivory goat on the inside of it. Mm -hmm. I like that. Carved from ruby with a. Oh, we're doing it as one piece now. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah, it's one piece. That and that's why you get the the boon and everybody else around you gets the bane. Yep. So you have the red herring, which is me, and the scapegoat, which is everybody else. Um, so it's a really good, good good item, but you gotta. Harold's gonna want that. Uh huh. And he's gonna screw everyone else over. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, I like it. I like it too. I like it too a lot. Um, it's not too crazy. It definitely has a balance. Um, so I'm going to say that this would be. I'd say, very I'd say rare. rare. Not very rare. Rare. It's rare. Okay. Um, it does have a, it, like if it didn't have this huge bane. Yeah. It's got a pretty I big bane. Definitely rare. requires attunement. Yeah. Because it has the saving throws attached to it. That is mm -hmm. definitely attunement. Uh, it is a wondrous item. All right, what are we naming it? Yep, what is its name? Um, is the name itself a red herring? <laughs> mm. um, let's see. What is... What was that whale that swallowed people? Moby Dick? <laughs> uh, n no. I don't think it had a name. I think just Jonah. 
good. Yeah, I think it's just Jonah and the whale. The Lying Lion. The Black Dahlia. Leviathan. Leviathan. The Crimson Leviathan. I like that. So we're, we're going with Crimson Leviathan now. Uh, we'll see if in the next couple of posts, if something better pops up. Well, that's pretty um, good. Yeah. It sounds imposing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is pretty, that's pretty, pretty good. That's Let's see what time it is. Right at 10 o'clock. Right, right at 10 o'clock? Yeah. Hey, I think, I think that's pretty good. I think that's that's pretty darn good. I'll have to get some uh, some item art done of that. That sounds... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we will. And and we'll have to have Marquis, our artist, yeah. draw Troit. Oh, yeah. We should definitely have them draw Troit. That would be a lot of fun. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, thank you so much for helping us raise over $11,000 for the... Miracle uh, Health Networks for Children Across America. Yeah, for Extra Life, it was just incredible. This was this was so much fun, and uh, we will definitely... I wish every Sunday was this easy. <laughs> uh, we'll definitely be doing this again. Um, you all are f phenomenal and fantastic. Uh, thank you, everybody, who hung out with us uh, tonight for this Q&A uh, for the first half, and then the... Uh, NPC and magic, magic item build, and I'm not gonna lie, that NPC is like it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm hyped for that. Uh, again, the next two weeks we are off. It's but we're not. It's not we're not going dark. We're yep. gonna show the last uh, current episodes, not the session zeros, but the current episodes leading up to. Correct. So next week will be session forty, yep. and then the uh, Sunday just before New Year's will be session forty-one, and then we'll pick up with session forty-two on hey. January. Everything yeah. leading up to the events of Lyra's Night, basically, is what that's going to and be. And if uh, you're all caught up, whoo boy, is it going to be fun. Ha, ha, ha. Um, and with that, <laughs> be excellent to each other. May you always roll with advantage. Good night, everybody. Happy holidays. We'll see you January 5th. Harold Hobbleton here. Did you enjoy how great I was? Because I sure did. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next episode. Catch my beautiful face live on twitch.tv slash every Sunday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or catch the podcast again every Sunday with a one-week delay. Now up. V, could you bring me the rash cream, please? <laughs>